Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Level. Check it. 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 Check from the other building up here in Creepcore. Got word that coffee and paper on the way. Yeah. yeah! Coffee and paper on the way down here. Like Cargo plane is on its way. Guys, Just rations. Look for, the, look for the parachute <laughs> and the orange smoke. I got the bonfire still going out there. It well, almost went the, out overnight. At least the parking cards worked this morning. That was good. Yeah. That was all right. Got a word there yesterday. Uh-oh. They really did forget about us. That's cool. <laughs> but it's an empty building, and we're here. And somebody's gotten a little comfortable going number two. Yeah, what's this all about? You, yesterday. You ran out of here oh, after I, the show, and I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 
You say somebody's gotten comfortable and gone number two. It's the first time I've gone number two in this building in six months. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come it's on. Proven. Now it's every six months? Point, no. Here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. I didn't go home yesterday, and I knew I wasn't going home until late. So I had to find my next best, 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 best option. It's fine. Guys. Hey, listen. Nobody's here. It's It's just us. Yeah. No, you didn't have to do it just in the hallway up there. You could have gone, the gone in the women's room. <laughs> Would have been yeah, fun. Yeah, but the one time that I decide to do that is the time that uh, a female like coming to look at this building walks <laughs> right, in. Yeah. That's right. And I'm just wrecking it up Your there. Luck. <laughs> Your luck. Your luck. First time in six months you go number two, you use the women's restroom, and there's like 17 women here looking for to rent the place or something. As Jeff would say, you were pushing cloth. Oh, that is my <laughs> least favorite thing ever. Oh, yeah. You my, were yesterday. That, that's you were. One of my least favorite things too. Je- Jeff, what was it? It was it was nine oh five, and I looked at you and I go, "If I don't put yeah. my pants in the studio, I'll be shocked." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, pushing, "Do it, do it." Pushing cloth. Oh, so <laughs> gross. That's, that's, <laughs> that so it's gross. just a visual. Is what that's it is. It. That's it. Well, anyway, so Patrico runs upstairs, and Jeff pulled the ultimate dick move. Uh, it could have been much worse. It was pretty bad, uh, and and a guy that's got uh, a shy colon as it is. And 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 to be honest with you, it it was a blip on my radar. But being that we were the only ones in the building, you were okay with what he I did. was okay with. Which and I would have never done it. Let me guess what six months wait, wait, ago. Wait, before you, before you. Before you guess, and you'll probably guess correctly. You know, it took a while for Patrika to get comfortable to go outside of the house. Anyway, I'm, st- I'm any, still uncomfortable. I mean, in any situation, I have, especially since the weight loss surgery, like not been given that option anymore to where I could go. I'm just gonna wait till I get home. I mean, there are times where it's, hey, guess what? It's right now. Your your away your your away game is bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, everybody loves the home bowl advantage. Absolutely. When you got to go, you got to go. Yesterday, this guy had to go. And it really, and you've told this story on the air before. It all kind of stemmed from an incident in in school. In high school, yeah. In high school, where I guess you were going, and then you came out and everybody was applauding. No. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> See, you always embellish the story. <laughs> So I was sitting on the toilet, do, doing my thing, and I flush and I flushed the toilet, and the pipes, like when I flushed the toilet, went. And when I came out, one of the seniors. Yeah, went, the pipe sounded like this. No, no, no. The pipe. I mean, it clearly like you could hear it shake like walls. Like it yeah, was yeah. an old pipe. And when I came out, one of the seniors went. Oh my God, dude, you wrecked it in there. Holy cow. I can't believe this guy wrecked it. Whoa, this dude in here blew up the bathroom and was like yelling down the hallway. Oh. And like I walked out and I was like, hey, fourth day of school. And you were a freshman? It was my fourth day at school. Oh. Wow. Mm. And I was like, and I'm never pooping here again. And so that, that hurt you. Scarred me for life. And, and still literally is. half your life ago, and it still messes yeah, you and, up. And it's all and it's all about it's all about noise. If I walk into some place and I have to do my business, and like most bars or restaurants are like this, and the bathroom has music playing You're and right. it's loud, I'm cool. Yeah, okay. I'm all good. 
It's not that I don't like it, like, oh, the Jeremy's, or like, I don't like doing that. It's the fact that I'm afraid it's that the, when I toot, I piggy, and somebody's going to go, oh, my God, this guy over here. Do you remember the senior? Yeah, I know like, exactly. Can you, I, exactly. can you picture his face? I could tell you his first and last name. <laughs> Does he still suck? I don't know. I don't know. If the guy he anymore. apologized, <laughs> and he's on the phone if right we, now, if we got him to apologize. <laughs> no, I don't think it would. I, Come I, on I, in, Todd. Because it's silly. Because I, <laughs> that listen, sounds like something a Todd yeah, would do. Todd. Yeah. I, look, Jerk Todd. I look back at it now, and like that's even, so Todd. Yeah. Even today, I go, man, this is so silly. This is so ridiculous that this is what bothers you. Like of all the dumb stuff that I have done since then, that should bother me. This is the thing that I still hold on to, and, and I think it's silly and ridiculous. Are you in touch with him on Facebook? No, I don't think so. I could look, though. I think you should tell him. T-O-D. <laughs> See if he remembers. It's Todd with one D. There he is. <laughs> there he is. That looks Does, like that guy. Doesn't he, doesn't he look like a guy that would do that? Yes. <laughs> that is totally oh, a dude that would do that. Is yeah. that his wife? I guess so. Got yeah. a hot wife. Good for wow. him. Wow. <laughs> Dental plan on both of them, too. Good for him. Well, that, that part of it didn't work out. The nicest teeth I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, he was he was a hell of an athlete. And, like He was like one of the most popular kids in school. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see again. <laughs> is that Max Scherzer? <laughs> <laughs> it's Larry Hughes, actually. No. Yeah, all right. Good for him. Way to go, Todd. <laughs> I think you should let him know. I, why? What? What am I gonna? Hey, man! Hey, man you, <laughs> you don't. You don't remember this at all. I bet she does. Oh yeah, I bet she does. Yo, bro, you should have started out spring. Nineteen. Blah 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 blah. This would have been two thousand. Uh, no, it would have been, been August of ninety nine. Mm. Wow, what a good year! August of ninety nine. Yeah. Good year, yeah, bad year at at CBC, though. Um, I think I'm going to not write him. Why? Oh. How weird on. is that going to be? <laughs> Dude, that's the best. Hey, man. Like, he was a senior when I was a freshman. This is literally the only interaction I've ever had with him, and it happened better. once in 1999. Wait a second. Yes. Is he a part of the CBC Hall of Fame? No. Oh, that would be great. He should be. Yeah, he should be. So. Yeah. I'm voting so. for him. <laughs> Todd. Todd. <laughs> Todd. Now, let's Hall draft a letter. <laughs> dear my Todd. my dearest Todd. <laughs> Do you, hi, my name is Tony Patrico. <laughs> you may remember. You may, <laughs> you may remember you me. You know, you may not remember me, but maybe you remember a freshman back in August of 1999. Wreck wrecking the bathroom to death. As who you, you said, it. "quote wrecked the bathroom." This has affected me. Uh, I mean. 15 in the, years in on. In my 30s. <laughs> As I say, I was like 15. 15 plus 14, years later. 14 or 15 when this happened. It was 18 years ago, and here I am going, oh, oh, oh. Again. Yeah, I think, we need, I think again, we need to write that note. Yeah. Again, I think, and I and I cannot stress this enough how much I think it is so silly that it still affects me. Nah, but it does. I don't, don't know, know what, what it is. You affects you deep down. It's little things in life that... That make you who you are today. And it was that. And and I know for a fact, like, I remember somebody else when I told them the story was like, The ah, fact it's... that you instantly remembered his name, went right to his Facebook page. Yeah, I know exactly who he is. Uh, it's one of those things where somebody was like, it had to be something else. And this just kind of triggered. I'm like, no, dude, this is the moment. That's it. Like, this was the moment. From then on out, 
I would either A, not do that at the bathroom, or B, when I got older, I would walk down to Bread Company and do it there. <laughs> or just call out, Todd! Todd! Okay, he's not here. I can go. So we're going to ride him, right? No, we're not going to ride him. I'll ride him for you. See if he wants to go to a concert. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, man, I just want to say, all is well. Would you like to go to Five Finger like, Death Punch, you Breaking like Bad? Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> you better say sorry first. Do you really want me to reach out to this guy? Sure. Oh, you totally yes. Should. Yeah. Yeah. Do a picture of like a bathroom stall. I cannot <laughs> believe I'm about to type this. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Todd. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. You should call him Todd, too. Oh, man. What if right now there is like 50 <laughs> class of 99 CBC cadets go like holding their Facebook inbox right now going, oh, oh boy. Was it I want to read this. I hope it's not me. Oh, bro, this sounds like me. Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> everybody that everybody named Todd that went to CBC is worried right now. All right, so let's, let's, let's be surgical with this. With this letter here. My dearest blank. I'm not typing anything you <laughs> say. to import music If I'm going to do this, this, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to type my dearest. Any, my dearest blank will never be written. Will you tell us what you say? Yes. Yeah. Before you send. Yes, I will. <laughs> we, need to, we need to put our stamp on it in some way. <laughs> so far I have, hey blank, my name is Tony Patrico. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me, but I was a freshman at CBC back in 1999. Just send a picture of your feet and say, do you recognize me? I put, I, put, I was just curious. I was wearing the blue Chuck Taylor. <laughs> I was just curious if you remember an incident on the second... On the, on the second floor of the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what I say. I was just curious if you remember an incident on the second floor bathroom. Oh, no. On the second floor bathroom. This dude graduated almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, this is my class. <laughs> and I'm getting emails about 20 years ago. This guy gets this email. I literally put this. I put. I was just curious if you remember an incident on the second floor bathroom in late August 1999. <laughs> you told me I quote unquote wrecked it and yelled it down the hallway. I flushed the toilet. The pipes made a very interesting noise. You know what his response was going to be? Oh, you, yeah, sure, it was the pipes. Right. Yeah. And hopefully this, kind of the same thing that haunted you the last few years, now forever, this guy's going to think about this. Maybe it haunted him. Oh, it could have. Yeah, he might have felt bad. What if he just writes back nothing but it wasn't the pipes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be hilarious. He's just going to say, still using the pipes excuse? He's like, yeah, I heard your pipes. (laughs) I I committed to that narrative. I put, I flushed the toilet, (laughs) the pipes made a very interesting noise, and you had yelled, whoa, you wrecked this bathroom down the hallway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. It's scarred. Oh, for good life. call, Nathan. Nathan says you have to end it with an eggplant emoji. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a winky very face. Good. No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be very. I'm gonna be very like. I'm gonna wait for the response. So I'm gonna send like the initial email, the initial message that like you know, 
you you wrecked this bathroom down the hallway. I was just curious if you remember this incident. And then I'm going to say, and if he says something back like, no, or if he says, yes, I do, then I'll go further. But if he says no, I mean, what's, what's then I'll send the eggplant emoji. When the conversation sort of fizzles out, you just say, hey, man, you got a 20-year reunion coming up. I'll DJ that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So are we good with this? All I need is a porta potty out back. Uh, <laughs> do we want to end it just like that? Or do you want to say... I got a feeling we're going to converse with this guy. I have a feeling we're not. I pray to God we're not. <laughs> it has affected you, and you know, uh, you know, for the past. No, because years. I don't want to make this dude feel terrible about it. For the past, uh, you know, how, how long is it? But, Almost twenty years. Like, think about that. I mean, think about that. If you if you got a message from somebody on Twitter from somebody that you went to high school with that said, "Hey, twenty years ago you did this to me and it's wrecked me ever since," you would, even though you're a stone cold hearted oh, dude, it would destroy you. But now you can tell him how you overcame this yesterday and you went out in public. Yeah. This is a big moment. Just say I've had colon issues ever since. <laughs> and a weird rash. I, n- after. Just think. After, okay, just think about this too. After, what after if this years, guy. After if, years of therapy. Time out. What if this guy has, after he graduated college, has moved away and is no longer in the St. Louis area? Where he is. We don't now know. Can't, it doesn't say. We don't know but, until you reach out. Okay, that's fine. But, like, let's say he has no idea what's happening with this show and has no idea who I am or what's going on. And now this random... (laughs) Yeah, but as soon as he clicks on your thing, he's going to go to your profile and know exactly what you do for a living. Hey, wait, does he have mutual friends of yours? Yeah, but all CBC guys. All right. like all dudes that I knew from CBC. Yeah, yeah, but still. But that doesn't matter. I mean, he was... Uh, I don't know. Small school. Okay, so the last thing I have here, I was just curious if you remember this incident. Okay. Send. XOXO. Oh, there boy. It, <laughs> it just went. Oh, boy. It just went. Oh, boy. It just went. Oh, no. Kudos to you. Did he reply yet? This is closure. <laughs> this is. This is. Oh, weird. my. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He didn't say we nothing, but it's I either closure or opinger. One of the two. I'm not sure. There's like a chapter up. in his life. <laughs> Tony, what did he say? The chapter is closed. He didn't say anything yet, but I want to throw up. Did he write back yet? Tony, what did he say? How about now? Well, just so you know, Jeff, what do you think Jeff did yesterday? Oh, he probably went in, turned the water on, turned the lights off. No. Sit down next to him. No. He kicked the door open and he goes, Tony, you pooping! <laughs> That's it. That's it. He used to turn the lights off on me. Yeah, yeah so you don't have second, the issues though. he has. Well, maybe I do, and I just haven't told you about it. Do you? No. Of do we need to write somebody? <laughs> Sam Sam on in Slowly the chat room surely, says, I'm becoming an old man. You said, you know, when you were like, yeah, just tell him that, you know, in the next couple of years, he's got his 20-year reunion, you could DJ it. He said, if I do have to DJ in his reunion, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and when I walk out, the whole class is going to be chanting, you wrecked it. <laughs> oh. And playing Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we've uh, closed the chapter in <laughs> your life. says, imagine waking up to that message at 622 in the morning. Oh, yeah, you did goodness. send that really early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> this dude got up oh, early thinking about this. What does your phone say, honey? Um, like you said, oh, there's, a, there's a bunch of CBC alum checking their phones now going, Phew. I knew it wasn't me. Yeah, all the Todds. <laughs> yeah, his hot wife just rolled over and said, honey, you have a message from a Tony Patrico? 
What did you do? What if it gets divorced because of you? So funny. Oh, what if that? she? What if she says it won't be because of me? You. It wouldn't be because of me. It would be because of you. Nah. So you will live with that. What if she said, "Nope," she said, "Oh my god, I can't be with a guy that would do this to somebody else." Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Then you would have to lay your head down at night and realize that you did this. You were a bully in the nineties. <laughs> See, you said you were always nice to everybody. <laughs> That's why I did that one thing that I don't That's ever right. do. <laughs> All right. Keep us abreast. Oh, my God. I, ca- I can't wait until he responds back and says, Tony, what do nope, you say? I don't remember. Then just write, never mind. <laughs> nah, I'll, just go, I'll just go, whoops, wrong Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we cool? <laughs> Friend request. I know you guys are all in your tank tops because it is Tank Top Tuesday. It sure is. It is, man. I, uh, I'm looking around here. All right, good. Yeah, you're all beacons of fashion. Thanks, man. All of you. Thank you. All of you guys. Maybe I'm behind the times, because I don't get this. You know, there's been uh, not the tank top thing, but there's been a big trend over the past couple of years of uh, high fashion companies selling the dumbest jeans possible, and we're talking everything from jeans with uh, pre-ripped butt cheeks to Jeans that look like one pair tucked into another one. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the last ones that came out? There were a hole starting up here by your, by your, you know, where your legs hit your hips, all the way down to the ankle. Yeah. yeah. It, it was just, the, oh, yeah. it was just, it was just the, the seams. Just the seams. <laughs> they, were, it, they were like, they were jorts, and then the rest of the jeans were continued down to your ankles, right? Uh, where it was just seams. Yeah, I mean, it was like... Well, because it was like jorts, but the seams were oh, still attached. Oh, I see attached. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Daisy Duke style, because they were high. Yeah, and there's an... I saw last month, there's an, there's a pair of jeans that look like one pair was tucked into another pair. Here's the latest. A fashion company called C-Denim. That's C-I-E Denim. Look this up. C-I-E Denim. Just released upside-down jeans. Like the belt loops go around your ankles, the pockets are right there facing downward on your calves, and the fly is down there too. Well, how are you supposed to walk? Is it like a sack race? This, this is (laughs) no, it's like split and then sewn together. Okay, I was like, my feet are together. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They go full style too. There are full jeans too. You're just looking at the shorts. Oh, you gotta be kidding me with this. You. You look ridiculous. But since they have to stay on, they also have a flying button on the top, which makes them look super confusing. And they cost what in the hell? 495 bucks. Dang. A pair. Wow. Or if you want the Jorts version, that'll cost you 385. So the jeans really are where the value is. It. The I value so, lies. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do we know if it's Japanese denim or just... I don't know, I'm not sure. That makes a big difference. A couple, not, of, again, couple of be- useless pockets down there by your ankles that I'm are upside a, down. I'm not a beacon of fashion. I don't. I don't understand this. Hold on. Let me get my. Let me get my debit card. It's by my ankle. <laughs> oh wait, it yeah. fell out when I left the house. Oh no, today. a fight. I got a knife down here in this pocket. You see, they had some kind of fashion show yesterday. I think it was Sports Illustrated had their uh, swimsuit fashion show. Was that Miami? Uh-huh. And it was a big was deal it? because there was a model that was breastfeeding as she was walking down the catwalk. Saw this, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was a big deal. It was all over the news yesterday. 
model breastfeeds on catwalk. Next year, we definitely got to one-up it. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next. Model gives birth. That's the next step mm, in this progression. Yeah. <laughs> model conceives. That's Model next gives year. birth. Yeah. Model breastfeeds. I like that. Did you see the top that she had on when she was giving birth, when she crowned? Mm. Oh, it was. I got to have that. that. Got to have it. That's I'm due in three in. weeks. We made her get me that top. That's got to go have my size. This closet. That'll end public birth shaming. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, really the stigma throw, of... Yeah, throw a blanket over it at least, of, you know? Of giving birth wherever. <laughs> You're yeah. a public birther? <laughs> a public birther. Quit looking. This is beautiful. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> uh, also, as far as fashion goes, uh, you ask for high heels that are more comfortable, ladies? Yeah. This is your fault. There's a new line of high heels from Crocs. No. Finally. Yep. Finally. Yep, those Crocs. It looks like they've got about a two-inch heel, and the sole is made from that rubbery, spongy material that made Crocs famous. All right, I'll look. They come in two colors, gray and purple and all black, and they're supposed to sell for 80 bucks. Those don't even really look like Crocs, though, so I kind of give yeah, them a you slight tell, pass. You could tell they're from the Croc company. Yeah, but I give those a slight pass. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, so those are like, uh, I mean, I guess those are heels, but they're almost wedges. Let me see the picture you're looking at. They almost look yeah, like they're fashion. Definitely cro- they're definitely crop. Yeah, yeah they're- but I mean, like, they look like, I I pictured closed toe with the dots in it on oh, a heel. Oh, no, no, With no, a no, heel. No. I, I did, no. too. Yeah. Just, that was spongy, and they're just wobbling. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're supposed to sell for 80 bucks, but uh, right now I'm only seeing them going for about three times this, that on Amazon. This Jeez. is what I pictured. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I pictured you talking about. Yeah, that's the one where you drive past. Like, I see a shovel in the garden and uh, a hoe in the garden. Whoa. What? The shovel in the... <laughs> Just keep Can we moving. put him outside? I say we just keep moving. Outside. <laughs> Ever since you didn't have sleeves, man. Back to the real one, though. That looks like something that somebody would wear to a pool when they're in a swimming suit. They're at a pool, but they don't want to swim. Yes. And they're thinking Instagram you know who's gonna pictures wear this? are going to be taken. If, if some, th- this is going to be worn by the young grandma that takes their kids to the, that takes their grandkids to the pool. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, you know. Where she's just sunning. Yep. She's just sunning. Comfort and fashion. Uh-huh. Right. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And practical. <laughs> I'm sure you could throw those in a pool. That's float. right. Yeah, again, they're supposed to sell for 80 bucks, but you look on Amazon, they're going for three times that. Jeez. Oh, we're floating the Merrimack? Hang on. Let me grab my Croc heels. Uh-huh. <laughs> you go from the Merrimack to the nightclub. Hey, that guy right back at? No, he did not. What did he right. say? How about now? He did not. Did not say yet. anything we're yet? Still, we're still and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct Hails from Baldwin. It's Jessica Gaines. Yeah, yeah Jessica. Jessica has never been a morning person. However, dealing with early mornings has become a lot easier because this here particular radio program keeps her entertained. And there's not a single day that Patrico, sorry Riz, doesn't make her laugh at least a dozen times. You're her favorite. That is so cool of your cousin to write in. You're her favorite. (laughs) Jeff, can I just have one thing without a comment from you? Her favorite segments are uh, Good or Gross, Love's Freak of the Week, 
Plus, she said, I can't stop eating calzones. Thanks a lot for getting me addicted to sauce on the side. Oh, you're, you're welcome. welcome. That's yeah. your fault, Tony. Way to go, Tony. I don't How think she likes you, Tony. Calzone dealer. So Jessica gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, RizShow, 1057thepoint.com. Later on, we're going to make our real or fake picks. Boy, what a great, great week this is as far as the cans go. Oh, boy. Fantastic. Fantastic cans for sure. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Also, if there's time, we've got some uh, 21 Pilots tickets we've got to give out. They will be at the Enterprise Center on a Friday night, October 19th. It's their Bendito Tour. I believe if there's time, we'll match up with Moon today. Hey. Great. It's all tied up. Last I checked. All tied up. Hell of a comeback. Am I right, Patrico? You're right, Riz. Thank you. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Yeah, this is from uh, Brandon, podcast weirdo, wants to know if uh, Wayback Point Fest, which is September the 3rd. It's uh, uh, Labor Day. Yeah. If Labor it's, Day Monday. Is that all ages? Yes, no. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, I think everything, just about everything out there is. Mm-hmm. And Point Fests and Wayback always are. Just because it's all ages and every show is all ages, doesn't mean you have to bring everybody. Funny you say that because the second question is: I got a fourteen-year-old son. Would you? Should I take him? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh for sure. 100%. Is he mature enough for more of the adult stuff he's going to see? What? Uh, I don't know about. Uh, All he's going to see is good music. He's yeah, fourteen. He already knows everything. Especially that show, yeah. the Wayback shows. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be all right. And also, it's really great. Sorry. It's really great to bring your young teen to a show like this, because if they go, man, I smell pot everywhere, dad, then you're going to go, oh, how'd you know what that smells like? Sure. At 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think, I think 14 perfect, is perfect. Yeah, I think perfect it's great. Age. Bond with your kiddo. And that's what he's bringing up. He's like, I want to I want to introduce him to the bands that I know and love. That's great. Yeah. And I think it's good parenting. I really do. Boy, I am looking forward to that show. Same here, man. Me too. I really love the Toadies. Man, the Toadies. Yeah. And I haven't seen Sponge in years. There was a while there that I saw the Toadies every time they came into town. Yeah, they're great. And they, they had this little like stretch where they came like once a year. They would play at the pageant. That's when you were a toter, right? I was, uh-huh. They, they, call, they yeah. called me a jumper. <laughs> every one of those bands is a great live band. Alien Ant Farm, I played with a whole bunch. P.O.D. played with and toured with a ton. Great live band. Lit, I, we just played with on the cruise last year. They're still awesome live. Super fun. Buck Cherry's great. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a good show. Offspring is like an hour and a half of singles. That mm-hmm. just Every hit Unbelievable you know. hits. Yeah, all and, of those bands. Yeah, I just played oh, with 311 two months ago, and they are more energetic right now than they have been in the last couple of years. It was, it was the best. I've mm. seen 311 400 times. And two months ago was the best 311 show I've ever seen. So that's uh, Labor Day Monday, Wayback Point Fest. Yeah, bring your 14-year-old. All good. Next. Uh, this is from Team Riz member Brianne, and she says, Quick note, just to let you guys know that I love the show. People write in to complain about the changes in real or fake punishments. Uh, it gets her very angry. She actually yells at the radio. Just wanted you guys to know that I think it was meant to be that Waffle House punishment didn't work out as planned because now... We're doing everything oh, with yeah, Donnie yeah. and well, his radiothon, oh, and sure. it's going to uh, help the charity. Listen, sometimes things happen. 
God had a hand in this. And when there are a thousand moving parts, things are bound to go haywire. Sometimes these punishments go quite smoothly. Sometimes they don't. Still waiting on a date for the Scarlet, the Scarlet Cabaret punishment with King Scott. Yeah, next year. As he'll be uh, dancing, <laughs> dancing, stripping to two songs. But uh, we'll have a date for that shortly. But the the lock-in slash radiothon is happening on July 26th and 27th. That's a Thursday and Friday. Two awesome point events. Joining forces for a great cause. So, Patrico, Jeff, and Moon locked inside the Ginghams in St. Charles for 24 hours, beginning after the show on Thursday. At the same time, Donnie Fandango will be doing his annual Radiothon, collecting money for Ronald McDonald House charities. All that money stays here in St. Louis. So the people at Ginghams, the awesome people that they are, while you guys are locked in, 20% 20% of every bill will go to Ronald McDonald House Charities. Unbelievable. It's so awesome. So again, we're combining forces with Donnie Fandango and the Radiothon. So Thursday and Friday, that's uh, July 26th and 27th. Couldn't have worked out better. So stop by, have some great food, stare at the guys. All for a great cause. Yeah. And she does go on to say correctly in her email here that we are seriously the best. I wanted to Oh, that's that. true. Yeah, she was correct. That is correct. Everything she said there. Thank you for the email. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is Leah, conversation with her husband, and they've been going at it about this particular topic. She, Leah, is a hugger. She hugs people all the time. Husband is not a hugger. She feels that after she meets someone and they hang out, quote, for a little while, when they're done hanging out, it's okay to give them a goodbye hug. Husband says that's way too soon after meeting someone in person. She knows you you are not a hugger. But uh, one of the things that she she brings up is something that we all do. You know people through social media, yet when you mm. meet them for the first time, she feels as though she knows them well enough she can give them a hug. What are your thoughts? Uh, man. I'm a hugger, so I'm okay with this. This always goes for uncomfortable times for me. Yeah, I'm a hugger too, so it doesn't bother me one <sighs> bit. Yeah, I'm fine with it too, but the problem is I never know if other people are, so That's I always saying, go for a man, high five and then see what they want. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it either way. I'm always down for a good hug. No, Come you're on. not. <laughs> Get out. I'm always down for watching you uncomfortably hug someone with one arm. That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> you got the other arm just hanging at your side over here. And I can hear you oh, going, when is this going to be over? The worst is you go for a handshake and they go in for a hug. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Do I just want to crawl in a hole and just bury myself? I'll make it all go away. Make it go away. The awkwardness. Oh, God. I, it makes me want to vomit. When I go for a handshake and somebody pulls me in for a hug, if we're both on the same page, that's cool. Right. We're both on the same hug page. I'm okay with it. Man, live in your brain for 10 minutes. I don't want to be in there. How do you get on the There's same page? There's a lot page? of nice things going on up here. How do you know if you're on the same page? I mean, should we all you wear don't. t-shirts? I'm, I'm a you hugger. Don't. I'm a shaker. You don't Yo, know. bro, we hugging? We hugging? All right, let's hug. Let's hug. Know. You just oh, got to pick up subtle body you know, body signals. Yeah. yeah. Tell you, just wear a shirt. We all have shirts. Warning. And you don't want to know what's hugger. going on up here in my head. You don't want to know. I just said that. You don't want to know. Caution, I'm a hugger. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can tell you what's not going on up here. It's doop 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 doop. Yeah, all right. I was wrong. Mark that one off the list. It's it's more. What is it? Yagni sacks or whatever. Or it could be. You know, you never know. It could be this. I can assure you it's not, though. Right. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is from Garrett. He says it was a little while ago where we brought up how to get hot air out of your car the fastest. Patrico, oh, yeah. And Patrico nailed it. Yeah. The science behind, what is it? You open up your driver's side window? No, you open up the passenger side window, yeah. and then you leave all the other windows closed, and you take your driver's side door, and you oh, fan, fan it. it. Okay, that's what it is. Which, and what, a day or two later, I tried it, and it worked fantastic. It works, so open it, it, up, it works 100% of the time. Open yeah. up your passenger window, and then fan your driver's side door. Yep. And it's supposed to be some kind of change and, in pressure. And it's, and it's like what? I mean, 10 seconds. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Perfectly fine. And I think one of the keys is oh, just opening a window, right? Because right. it forces everything a, out of one place. It's just the one window because it creates the pressure It's system. a change in pressure and the yeah. hot air is supposed to fly out of your window. Yeah, and I just stood out and I grabbed onto the handle and my hand on the th- and just pushed it like that. And yeah. it worked yeah, fantastic. Okay. Uh, Garrett here had a different uh, outcome. Rolled all three windows down and used the driver door as a fan to push the hot air out. It was about 100 degrees outside. Truck felt like uh, an easy bake oven, so he decided to do it. He rolled the other three windows down, and instead of grabbing the door handle, he grabbed the window frame, and on the third, smashed all of his fingers in the door. Well, that's on him. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his fault. <laughs> he said he didn't put the brakes on in time, and he shut his hand inside the door, smashing four fingers simultaneously. <laughs> Says thanks, Patrico. Your method sucks. Nah, that's I, can, on him. I could give you a steak knife, and just if you put it through the center of your hand, that's on you for being dumb. <laughs> like uh, you, you, there was a specific way to do it. You roll down the passenger window, you leave the other ones up, and then you fan the door, and it creates that pressure system, and then your car gets clear. Sorry, brother. I mean, this, this is not on me. This is uh, on you. This is operator error. Says maybe uh, on you a little bit. No, it sure isn't. But I guess <laughs> then it's do, on you for bringing up the story, so it's your fault. If you do smash your, you again, if you do smash your fingers, you won't think about the hot air. That true. is true. Yeah, yeah. That is true. The bleeding you, takes away from the sweating. Thank you, Scott. He says, uh, "Thanks, no hard feelings, Garrett." <laughs> you, guys <laughs> ever, you guys ever smash a finger in a door? No, oh, yeah. I did, my no, mom I, closed uh, the door. My thumb in the I door. I have not. Time and I was like, "Oh, damn!" And this was, was back when you know the doors were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, as heavy as a car is now. Yeah, yeah big oh, giant brutal. Buick door slammed in on my thumb as I was getting to to baseball practice, and I couldn't move that uh, thumb Buick? for weeks. For, for, oh, huge, dude. For me. It wasn't a car door. It was an actual door, and it was one of those heavy-ass doors in, like, a Denny's, and it wasn't the door. It was where the, like, the hinges were. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's the one that just crushes it. I was a little kid, and I I was a little kid, and I put three fingers in there as the door was closing. I just just look like T-Rex there. <laughs> Look at the video. Ah. It's like an old, old torture method. Yeah. Oh, God. No, Just saying it, that is torture. It starts crunching. Oh, 
It was awful. I had, you know, the, the nail turns black and all the mm. blood is underneath it, and it was so bad that it got so full of pressure. We called the doc, and the doc's like, well, just drill a hole yeah. through it and, just, ah. and alleviate some of the pressure. So my dad took a hand drill and oh, drilled, no. yeah, dr- drilled through the top of my nail. And when it punctured through, yeah. it hit squirt. the soft skin. Ah. You got to squeeze out all the blood. <laughs> Yeah. Did, did that, and then maybe four days later, the whole nail just went and fell off. Oh, God. So the whole thumb was just soft flesh, you know? Mm. Woo, what a bizarre feeling. For me, when I put my three fingers by the hinges in the door <laughs> shut, it shut all the way. I was a kid when I was little. It shut all the way, and then I started screaming, and my dad or my mom, I think, pushed open the door, and as they pushed open the door, oh. it just took a layer of skin <laughs> off the three fingers. Oh. Oh. Damn. <laughs> And that's why you can't poop in public. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> Next. Uh, no name on this one, but uh, he and the wife had a uh, had a birthday weekend. They did a few things around town. Went to Sauce on the Side. First Very time nice. there. First time having a calzone. Amazing, in all caps. Right. Amazing Happy food. Birthday. Did not disappoint. Also, they went to the movies. Mm-hmm. And they went to see Hotel Transylvania 3. Great movie. Had an issue uh, when they saw it. They went to a Marcus Theater. They didn't go with a kid? What's that? So they went, uh, that's an anniversary, I'm, I'm sorry, birthday movie? Birthday movie, yes. Hmm. But they're both adults. Yes. But they Doesn't say anything sequ- about taking a kid. Sequel of a sequel of a kid's movie? I mm. guess so. Well, they went to a movie theater where you pick your seat, you know, and they went in to sit down. There was a large, not like that, Scott, large family <laughs> in the row where they were supposed to sit. And there was another couple that was supposed to sit in this row where this family was. And uh, they said, hey, these are our seats. And the family said, quote, I don't care. We didn't like our Ooh. seats. Go sit somewhere else. No And way. this is reserved seating or no? Yes, reserved, reserved yeah, seating. I reserved seating. believe that. Okay, then you got to go. Like, get out. Well, that makes it easy. You just go, okay. And then you go. You get a find an usher. Yeah, and that's that's what the other couple did. These guys here were like, I hate confrontation, uh, but thankfully the other couple went and got a manager and told them to move. What would you guys have done? Exactly manager. that. Yeah, you go manager. get a manager. There's no reason to get into somebody's face when you can just go to a manager. I mean, obviously, if you're monster enough to knock it out of your, knock it out of somebody else's assigned seat, yeah, you can't reason with that person. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You need cool. to get management involved. Yeah, cool, so you don't like your seats. So sit in them until the movie starts, and then see where the empty seats are, and see if you have an right. option. If you don't, just shut up. Shut up. Even still, you had the opportunity yeah. to pick your seats prior to the, yeah, to what the is, showing what of the movie. That, what is there, a post in front of you? You can't see the theater? I mean, yeah, I mean you can't see the screen? You're fine. Everything's going to be fine. We live in a civilized society. Give me a break. We start sitting in unassigned seats. I mean, it's anarchy. <laughs> That's the breakdown of things. That's where, how it starts. Where do you like to sit when you're in a movie? You guys go to the movies all the time. Where do you like to go? Where do you like to sit? Front, in the back. Is front row is always no. the, the worst one, right? Of course. Yeah. Who the hell sits in the front I row? I do. You don't have to yell at me. I was just asking. We sit dead center. <laughs> we sit We sit aisle, but dead center, like going up. It depends on the theater. Like halfway, midway up? Yep. It mm-hmm. depends on the theater. I just, I, I much rather prefer an aisle seat. And I think that's the old fat guy in me. Oh, yeah. So. No, we'll go. Up. I hate the aisle. I try. I try to sit dead center, middle, dead center. But As, I mean, I really don't care. It depends on how big the theater is, and you can see now with these seating charts and picking your seats, you can see how bi- how many rows there are. Yeah. If there are not that many rows, then I like to sit as high as possible. But if it's one of those big ass theaters, probably three rows from the top mm. center, if I could. The last theater I sat in, because um, they're all so good with. 
you know, views and all that. But the last one that I sat in, it was one of those recliners with the heaters and all that. But there was a wall in front of me, and there was glass above the wall. Yeah. Uh, you know, like another four yeah. inches of glass. Mm-hmm. First of all, what that's preventing, I'm not sure. Maybe from well, putting from cups up a, there? Uh, from taking a tumble over. But, but the wall's there, like another four inches. Maybe but, from putting your crap there. But the strange thing is the glass, yeah, or plastic or whatever it may be, yeah, I can see through it, but it kind of, I mean, it was definitely obstruct- I think I've been to that theater. It was an obstruction huh. for sure. Is it um, like you're on the glass at the hockey game, or what almost, are you talking about? Nah, yeah, but only but only like a quarter of the way up the screen. Because if you recline all the way back, you almost have to see through the glass. Uh, okay. Oh, you definitely had to see through the glass, gotcha. and the wall actually um, prevented like the last inch of you know viewing. But screen. I will say, the way they've been doing it, I don't know when the last time you were at the movies. Oh gosh, been a while. Secretariat, honestly. I think you know what I think we actually went to go see the uh, the uh, Avengers movie. Oh yeah, Age of Ultron. You were Age there. of Ultron. Was that after Secretary? Yes, okay, thank you. Yeah, that was fantastic. The way they're doing the theaters now with the assigned seats, it's the best. It thing. is. Yeah, it's awesome. Terrific. Even with that wall, though, I'm saying it's still great because these it's screens great. are huge. The the chairs are way more comfortable. I love the reclining. The first theater I went to with the seats like that was the Moolah Lounge. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, because they had couches and they the had couches and end tables years and years ago. My issue with the uh, with the with the recliners and the heated seats, especially in the winter, you get me comfortable. I'm falling asleep. Period. I'm I'm famous for falling asleep and movies and all that, and that just makes it that a few degrees more difficult for me to stay awake. That's why I do a ton of cocaine before. <laughs> there you go. God, I like going to the movies with you. Next. Uh, this is from Bo from Illinois and went to the movies recently, took three kids. No, I'm sorry. Not to the movies, the magic house, three kids to the magic house a while back at the time. Youngest daughter was four. Of course, the place is packed with unsupervised uh, day camp kids and inattentive chaperones and parents. Mm -hmm. So they're on the top floor. The kids wanted to climb down the big vine after about Uh, a minute. You know, the big vine, it's the beanstalk. I don't know that. I don't. I don't think I know that. Oh wait, the metal one. The magic house. I know. I know. In Over between, by the stairwell. Like the first and second floors. Yeah, by the stairwell. By the stairwell. It's a beanstalk. But towards the towards the entrance, you turn left. Yes. Okay, but it's metal. You're climbing in this or, or, or whatever it is. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like steps and leaves. It looks like it's supposed to look like leaves. Yeah, it's as close to city museum as you're gonna get. Yes. So after about a minute, the son came back up and told our emailer that the four-year-old was stuck between the top floor and the next floor Mm -hmm. down. Kids coming from both directions while she was frantically crying because she was stuck and not able to go up and and couldn't go down. While the daughter is crying, there are quote-unquote parents staring at their cell phones uh, while he laid on the floor and tried to reach in to get his daughter's hand and pull her back up. No no help help whatsoever. After she was safely back in the top, however, noticing that not a not a single other person uh, had looked up to even acknowledge that the kid was crying and scared, he let out the hooge free uh, yell. He is 6'2", 295 pounds, yelling at these people completely aggressively. Have you ever heard the Magic House get quiet? He says he screamed at the top of his lungs and everybody just went silent. <laughs> he wait, was wait. yelling? Yeah. Or the emailer uh, was yelling? Yeah. He was yelling at the top of his lungs at all these people who basically just went, there's a kid crying and stuck and nobody even looked up from their phones. This may be his first time at the Magic House because that's what parents do. Yeah. There. They they go to the Magic House and they could not parent for a little while. Yeah, Yeah. it's literally like, it's a building babysitter. 
Well, sometimes, but even, even I mean, it really is. But I mean, a lot of You're these right. a lot of these parents are only going to look up if it's their kid crying because what are they going to do? Okay, look up and see if it is your kid crying. You know, yeah, what you I mean? can tell your you can tell. you can tell your kids crying. Think so heck yeah. Oh, I can easily. Hmm. I can never relax when I'm at the Magic House. Yeah. Oh, I would never. We've we've gone once, and it was when my, with my daughter. This was before my son was born, and she was you know one and a half, two years old. So there was only a little section that she could really like play in and enjoy. Like the part where there's like the sandbox and the construction stuff, like she really liked that. But even there, like I wasn't necessarily like, you go have fun. Because like I, I'm not worried about her, I'm worried about the other kids. Yeah. Yeah, there are some kids that are quite aggressive. Uh-huh. And parents who just don't even care. Where's your parent? I don't know. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Do you think he was in his right yelling or do you think it was I wouldn't have yelled. Yeah. It's a little aggressive, but a little aggressive. Maybe he's a rookie. Could be. Rookie mistake. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get him next time, buddy. Don't Just worry. Just tell your kid the magic house is on fire like I do. And boy. don't go there on the weekend. I was just oh, going to say, go boy. on off. <laughs> Oof. off yeah, you're peak. parking next door in that school at the very closest if you oh, go on the weekends, boy. man. Oh, they got new parking in the back. Back in the old days, they only had that lot right there. And it was but there's ample parking. Full. Oh, but last time I was there, it's been a couple of years, but there was that back parking lot, but I still was in the... In the school next door. Ample parking. But man, you go on the weekend or a holiday. Oh, forget it. Forget it. Get the f out of here. We ain't going. <laughs> That's actually what the front desk says. <laughs> okay, we're full. All right, thank you all for your email. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show. The phone number 314 969 dude. 314 969 3333. Cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. And R I Z Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show 1057thepoint.com. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So, Tony, I don't know about your kids now, but I, when my kids were younger, I mean, super clingy when it came to their mom. Yep. Okay. Maybe maybe your youngest son is this way. So when your wife maybe leaves the house, just goes nuts. Oh, it's with me, too. Like the same way when any of us leave the house, whether it's me or my wife. Just gets crazy. Goes nuts. My daughter will try and block the door, scream, yep. yell. See, when they get older, they get pissed when you come home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a phase. You know, it's a phase that just about every kid goes through. Well, a three-year-old uh, kid was hurt when he fell off the back bumper of his mom's car in Warren County yesterday. So the kid, I guess, got upset when he found out his mom was leaving the house. And I guess there are multiple kids in this family, and all the kids were supposed to be with the dad. While the mom was out. So just after the mom left, the dad realized the three-year-old was missing. And the kid got so nuts that his mom was was leaving the house. He ran out, grabbed onto the back bumper of her car. She didn't know he was there. And the mom was driving when he fell off. When he fell off the back bumper and was badly hurt. And he had to be airlifted to a hospital. I don't know the kid's condition. Oh, no, man. Yeah, it's it's a strange story. What a horrible, horrible accident, man. Yeah, and you know you turn your back on a three year old for for three seconds, and yeah, especially that age. Yeah, gone. You have no idea where they are. Yeah, the three age three is when man, I got this walking down, and I'm out. See ya. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm gonna go find my independence. And they're squirrely. Yeah, yeah it wasn't because of the separation worry necessarily, but I was just worried about. My kids, when they were little, just walking out, 
period and doing doing anything so i had i actually like installed just it wasn't like a lock but it was um like a little slider mm-hmm. like a little slider bolt type thing high enough where they couldn't reach it you know what i mean so if the door was closed yeah if and the kids were inside it was just, we were lucky enough that our kids would never want to escape the house like they would never open up the door themselves to leave i just didn't want to take the chance I never had one of the kids try. I mean, that I know of. Well, our security system—if you open up the door, you could hear. Oh yeah, I didn't have that. I didn't have one of those. You know, he had plus the, the slidey thing. You plus the guards lock. outside, but right, you yeah, the kids. Crocs go crazy when you get out there. <laughs> Boy, things to be going. Things seem to be going well for thirty-four-year-old uh, Sean Moots from uh, St. Peter's. Over the last year, Sean has been arrested more than a dozen times. And his most recent charges stem from a burglary and property damage spree that he went on right after getting out of jail. So he was released last Thursday. Later that night, he broke into a strip mall that's under construction on Mexico Road. And cops said that he broke in through the plywood, tried to steal tools, and then drilled through the drywall into the hair salon next door. He stole wires from air conditioner units. And he admitted to police, "Ah, I thought about stealing the chairs to sell, but decided not to. Well, thanks, Sean. (laughs) Then he went down to a place called Budget Heating and Cooling. I guess it was right down the street from the strip mall. Broke into one of their trucks. He grabbed tools, copper gauges, stuff worth thousands of dollars. And cops ended up finding Sean the next day at a pawn shop. He was sitting in the super sweet white Chevy Silverado that he had stolen that morning. So he's looking at charges of felony burglary, property damage, and not including this new stuff, he's already facing a ton of charges in St. Charles County. Stealing, passing bad checks, possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia, tampering with a utility meter, driving without a license, and you go, how is this this dude out? Because most of the stuff, misdemeanors, And they either had low or no bond. Last May, he was charged with felony stealing, but he was able to post bond. I don't want to pass judgment, but he seems kind of douchey. Yeah. You know? That's a terrible person. I mean, it's just an awful person. The guy just does not care about getting arrested, doesn't any of that. Stealing, eh, somebody else's property, eh, no mind. No mind. Yeah. Uh, the intersection of Manchester and Big Bend and Maplewood was closed for a couple hours yesterday. This is after a pedestrian was hit and killed. Just after 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon, the guy who was hit was in his 60s. The driver who hit him bounced, but was arrested not too long after. I don't, I don't know how you think you're going to get away with that. Mm-hmm. You hit and kill somebody and yeah. you drive away? I, I, I never understand when people try and leave the scene of an accident. Especially in today's day and age when there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere. How do you guys feel about the uh, the horse-drawn carriages downtown? I Myself, guess. I don't know enough about it to... Say, I, don't, I don't have any say. Give an educated any, opinion I'm on it. I'm pretty conflicted. Yeah. I'm conflicted, too, on it. I, I always look at the horses and go, man, these horses look... They don't yeah. look happy. I've heard of a couple, and I don't remember which cities they were in or who they belonged to, but I've heard of a couple companies that take fantastic care of the horses yeah. and all that and i think that is is great and then i've heard 
countless stories of horrible neglect and horrible conditions for these horses, and they're just run. To yeah, the I'm bone. not. I'm not saying that the owners of these of these places don't take care of the horses. Well, I am. Some of them don't. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure some of them don't. I, I don't know about the companies here in St. Louis. Yeah, right, right. I, I, and I don't remember specifically because I remember there was a big article about the New York ones. Um, yeah, the New York ones were were an issue uh, because so, some of the payments uneven and 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 the horses walking on the rocks. Uh, it's apparently not good for their legs. I listen. I'm not. I'm not enough an, of an expert to yeah. pass judgment. Yeah, I'm conflicted on it for sure. Um, but there are new rules. In St. Louis for horse-drawn carriages. And companies say it's going to put them out of business. The regulation, which took effect last week, says that if the National Weather Service forecast says it's going to be 93 degrees or warmer, then horses can't work for 24 hours. Wow. That's pretty so big for 24, So, like, yesterday, it got up to 96 they so can't work. Hours. They can't work until if the, so. Is it is it for twenty four hours? But I'm but I'm saying is it when? So they say, hey, it's going to be ninety three at noon. So they can work up until noon, and then they got to be off until noon the next day. That's right. Wow. Even though it could be seventy degrees the next day. Right. I don't remember the company or who it was, but have you guys ever done the uh, um, uh, the, the the Christmas lights? What's what's the park down? Tell us. Yeah, tell us. Have you ever done the, the carriages on Saturdays? No, we drove through. Right. You can you can drive through any other day, but I think on Saturdays they only do the horse run. And those horses all looked super healthy. They looked well taken care of. And uh you know, I mean that's those those can be some rough conditions sometimes too, because the last time I went it was crazy cold. I don't know. I heard it, uh, that walking on pavement was not good for their feet. Oh, I'm sure and their legs. I'm sure it's yeah, not. I don't know. I know, That's what I heard. I have no idea. I know the, yeah. Brookdale out in the Eureka area that at least used to facilitate some of the horses and stuff downtown here. That place, out Brookdale out there, and, and Jerry, the guy who runs, is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Jerry but, takes great care of them. Yeah, horses. but I don't know what happens once they're downtown well, here, and I don't know the effects of pavement and all the, that stuff. The owner of, of a carriage company at a Dupo was on Channel 4, and he says that the new rules threaten his business. With no money coming in, they can't feed the horses. And there are four companies... That provide carriages in this city. All four companies have agreed they won't run the horses when it's warmer than 93, but they say they will not follow the 24-hour rule. Hmm. Because if it's, oh, say, so let's say it's 93 degrees and it hits 93 at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, okay? So then Wednesday, when the Cardinals are in town... You're missing out well, on let's a, say a Friday into a Saturday. Yeah, you're missing out on a ton of business because as soon as nine o'clock hits, it could drop down to eighty. Right, that's what I'm saying. It could be seventy degrees the next day. Hmm. I don't know. I've never taken a carriage ride downtown here. I haven't either. I don't think. Either have I. All I think of is that episode of Seinfeld where Me too. Rusty! <laughs> Rusty! <laughs> Where Kramer gives the horse to what the beefaroni, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> entire industrial size can. <laughs> Speaking of uh, new rules, the St. Charles City Council will vote tonight on a bill that would alter the noise ordinance 
changing when and where bars and restaurants can play music. Boy, they're all about new rules up there in St. Charles. So this is after the city council put an idea on hold that would have forced bars on North Main Street to stop selling alcohol at 11 p.m. So that that rule is gone. has been tabled. Gotcha. Good. On hold. Yeah, not not gone, but tabled. Tabled. So the new proposal looks at limiting music. The bill is sponsored by a guy named Jerry Reese and proposes a change to the noise ordinance citywide. And the biggest change comes to the noise rules in mixed-use areas, which include Main Street, Streets of St. Charles, and a new town even. place like that. Now, the bill says, and this is a quote, music shall not be performed or played outdoors or on open-air patio, deck, pavilion, or similar spaces. It would allow for musical instruments and singing as long as they're not amplified. And it does not apply to festivals. So if there's an outdoor street fair, it'd be fine. So let's say uh, you're at a you're at a bar on Main Street, a bar with a deck. They can't have music out there. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, as for inside, the bill says all music must end at 12.30 a.m., that's for inside. If the place is more than two floors, the music has to end by midnight. And many bar owners and business owners plan on attending tonight's meeting to voice their concerns. That Wait, should be interesting. So the out twelve thirty is reasonable, I, I think. That's indoors. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so outside you can't play it at all. Nope. Well, there goes, uh, like let's say what's on the corner right there, Bar Louis and Streets of St. Charles. They got yeah. a big patio out there what next if, next to Wasabi. They they got no music now. I'm thinking about like Uncle Joe's. What's that? Oh, is Uncle that the Joe's one with the is, back patio towards the river? Yeah, that huge back patio. So are they talking just live music or live music? Period. Or like says, music they're talking period. speakers at all. Music now shall not be performed or played outdoors on an open air patio, deck, pavilion, or similar space. That's amplified. That's a little that is, much. That is insane. Especially, uh, well, f- first of all, Streets of St. Charles does have the residences, but it's all the way down down on the other end. But if you moved into a place like that, wouldn't you have the understanding that yeah, for sure, but, I it mean, may be loud at times yeah. because you're living near yeah. or above places that would play music? Yeah, if you're living in one of those second-story things on in, in Main Street, you know exactly what you got. Yeah, I'm not going to move into the arena down here and go, these damn hockey games are keeping me awake. Yeah. Or if you move into Soulard knowing you're knowing you're going to be amongst the revelers for Mardi Gras yeah. or along the parade route, you're going to move in and then start complaining about the parade? <laughs> I don't think what is this parade? Get it out of my front yard. I, is he proposing this because there's complaints? I doubt that there's any real complaints about no 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 this is all i think this is the same reason that they wanted to change the uh this is trying to the, just the time of drinks of of being able to drink i think it's to like they're saying if there's no time. music out there then maybe people won't get as rowdy out there and then there won't be fights and then people will come back down to main street whereas if they just need to sit there and go okay how can we make main street better this is not it because this right here We'll keep somebody like myself, who doesn't go down there all that much, from for sure not going down there. You know what they need? A trolley. Yep. <laughs> announce every, it now. See in Not an actual trolley, just an announcement of uh-huh. a trolley, and that's it. Announce it now. <laughs> 2026, see it testing. I'll tell you, man, you're right, Tony, because one of the big draws to Main Street St. Charles, one of the reasons we go all the time is because when it's nice outside, I want to go down there 
and sit outside. Yeah. See the river, see a couple lights, and hang with people outside on those patios mm-hmm. or on the street right there. I mean, there's so many um, outdoor dining areas. That's that's the draw of down there. You start, yeah, of course. You start pulling that away. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's people not will the draw. go other places. Yeah, maybe it's not the draw for the college kids that are getting rowdy at one or two places, but for people like us, you know who's screaming? The landing. Come on down. Yeah, sure. We're renovating music all night, baby. All night. Remember us? We're the landing. <laughs> Down here by the big river. The other big river. I think it's all good intention. I mean, they're trying to keep it. Yeah. They're trying to keep the fights from happening on the streets. And listen, and and, and, and somebody brings this up in the chat room, and I get it. And like Lindenwood students came down there, and they, they as soon as a, a large population of some Lindenwood students came down there, it started to get a little rough. I mean, there were times where I went down to Main Street, you know, 15 years ago and just kind of walked around and it was cool. And now you go into a bar and you're like, let's see what time the fight's going to start. Uh, I'm predicting 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, but again, that's like one or two places that are ruining it for everybody. Again, and, and that's not everybody. Well, that's you know, a, if they're going you know? to start doing that, they should stop having video games at Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and give it away tickets. A lot of fights there, too. Am I right, parents? Uh, police in Chesterfield are looking for the two fellows who stole some pretty nice watches from the sales counter at the Saks All-Fifth store at the St. Louis Premium Outlet Mall. And cops said that these dudes did some planning before pulling off the heist. So they came to the uh, Saks All-Fifth store on June 16th and stole the jewelry key that was on the sales counter. So I guess one of the associates left their key just laying out. These two dudes grabbed it. And then they left. A couple days later, they came back, used the key to unlock the glass case, and just snatched a couple high-end watches and dipped out. And they got about $1,800 bucks worth, of, uh, worth of stuff. And police reviewed surveillance video and are asking if you have any info, call them or call Crime Stoppers. How do you feel if you're the one who left the key sitting on the counter? Well, they, they may say it was an inside job. I mean, they're not, uh, they're not sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there was a while there, there was a trend in retail where they had uh, lock boxes, and they had like these like <clears throat> metal cables that went through the bottom of like a shirt or a jersey, through the sleeve, you hooked it, and then you put it in a lock box. I saw this at, at department stores, and for sure it was it was at the finish line I worked at. I remember one of the managers that key fell off and we couldn't find it. Dude, I, he was in the most trouble I've ever seen anybody get in trouble. And it was to the point where they had to replace every single lockbox, replace every single key. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So, so it's, so it's, it's, it's a little difficult to explain. So there's a box that sits on like the, the arm where the retail is. Okay. So like just a regular, like here's a bunch of jerseys on a display like a rack, okay. on a rack of clothes and it sits on there and it's like screwed in to the actual rack. Okay. And there's wires, and it's like a thick cable almost. And it it's goes about, through the shirt, and it so goes through the shirt it. and the sleeve, and then it goes in the lockbox, and you got to click it. Yeah, but so how do you take it off the, the. You have to have somebody go come over and go get it. It's only on high price things. Like at Macy's, it was on every like Tommy Hilfiger shirt. These at the watches were locked up, so these these guys got the key for the case. That's what I'm saying. This guy lost the key at our store, and somebody oh, picked yeah. it up, and they were like, "We got to replace everything yeah. now." Hey, remember the name April Briscuso? Nope. She was the police dispatcher from Hazelwood who organized fundraisers for Officer Craig Tudor 
Remember, he he was he was paralyzed in a patrol car crash. She organized all these fundraisers and pocketed some of the money they raised and then gambled it away. Well, yesterday she was sentenced to five years of probation, 60 days of quote unquote shock time in jail, and will have to pay 9,500 bucks in retribution within 30 days. And she will not be allowed to inside any casino. Is that what she took the money for? Was to go gamble? So or she is gambled that what they're it away. Ridiculous. And uh, finally, on the uh, the local side of things, yesterday we talked about two people over the past uh, couple weeks dying at the offsets in Fredericktown. That's the uh, swimming quarry. 21-year-old Savion Livingston drowned on Friday, and 19-year-old Cole Duffel drowned on July 4th. So there's a woman. Her name is Denise Manningly. Her son died at the offsets back in 07. He was walking along a path. That she said the owner was supposed to shut down. He fell 65 feet, cracked his head open, and drowned. So she helped start a petition asking for authorities to investigate the offsets. I think she's got over 1,000 signatures so far. And according to the Missouri Highway Patrol, not including the past couple weeks, three people have drowned at the offsets over the last 10 years. But there is a sign that says, swim at your own risk on the property. Yeah, you go there. You know that it's not, I mean, there's, it's not like there's lifeguards everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's employees walking around, but that's it. Yeah, but if you own the place, I mean, is that. I mean, swim at your own risk, I guess, covers your ass, right? It's a little CYA and that's about it. I don't know if that does it. I don't know. Oh, man. You go. This this, this mother is asking for an investigation to start. Ooh, I, somebody brings up a good question, and this just made me think of this. So, let's say this woman steals this money from the officer, from the injured officer, okay? So, she steals all this money that was raised for him. She goes to the, wins. Ca- she goes to the casino, wins big, and puts more money back, but then keeps some of it, too. She's still in trouble. I mm-hmm. know. Of course, she's still in trouble. But are you like, hey, you can't do that. Thank you, but you can't do that. We will be taking this, and you're going to jail. Yeah, I don't know. Do you keep the money? Do you keep the money? Jeff, do you keep the money? Yes. Hey, you cannot do this at all. We appreciate it, but you cannot do this. No, thank you. you keep the no. money, Moon? If I, if so I... this woman steals the money, steals, let's say steals $5,000. From the charity. Yeah. Goes to Lumiere, puts it all on red, hits red, $10,000. So she borrows the money? But she, but then when she turns it back in, she turns back 8000 and keeps 2000 She 2, keeps 000. the two. <laughs> no. No, no, she's in trouble for sure. Yeah, she's in trouble. We're not saying but she's not in trouble. But you take the money back the, the charity, as the charity. Do you the charity take, do you take the, the extra three? Sure. Of course you do. Do you well, keep yeah, the she, extra three that she Well, the charity put, put does, back? sure, because she stole it. Yeah. yeah, but do they keep the winnings? Of course they do. What else would you do with the money? What other place is justified in getting that money besides the charity? Yeah, exactly. That's a great Where point. Because it go? it's not like she stole from the casino. She won legally at the casino. Yeah, yeah. It has to it's go just somewhere. the means that she got the money. So, yeah, it just gets filtered back in. And again, you give her the whole, you are in some big trouble for doing that. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> this will go to good use. Yep. 
somebody says it doesn't nullify it, but what's the charge? We are going to charge you for borrowing. Uh, well, you can't do that. I mean, you can't. You can't do that. Hey, anybody uh, take advantage of uh, Amazon Prime Day? I tried to yeah. yesterday. I did. You actually got something because I I tried Boy, to uh, probably three Julie. or four and, different and items. We'll talk about this after the break, but somebody ran out big time mm. on Amazon Prime Day. That guy's name is Jeff Bezos. Mm. Boy, he. We'll talk about him after the break. Don't forget, we're going to make our real or fake picks later on. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Does this song sound familiar to anybody? Moon? Um, it sounds familiar, but I don't know why. This is the song they played before every World Cup match. Oh. I love this song. It's awesome. Tiesto? Tiesto, that's it, baby. All right. Oh, I know that guy. Jeff knows Tiesto. Come oh, on, man. I love his early stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before he sold out and cut his hair. Uh, Amazon Prime Day yesterday. So you tried to get on there and you were met with... Um, it was an error message. It error just said, messages. sorry. It was probably... I was going to buy... I mean, I was looking for a couple things for the dog. I, I probably went through three or four items that I was ready to boop, buy now. Well, the good news... The, there's bad news and good news when it came to Amazon Prime Day yesterday. The good news, they actually had way better deals than the three previous Prime Days. Yeah. The bad news, their website could not handle the pressure. <laughs> oh, so that wasn't just me. Nope. Because when Amazon officially launched Prime Day yesterday afternoon, their website went down almost immediately. Somebody's in so much trouble in the IT department. And like, for the rest of the day, it, it was on and off. So the whole website went down? Mm-hmm. Okay, because the website was fine. I was using the app on the phone. And I would, I could get all my search results, and I was checking out what they had in electronics and what they had in this. And then I would go to the item, and the, it would, then it would say, "Sorry, you can't find this item." Well, the the bug was mainly when people try to search for things. Whenever there was an error, Amazon would take you to a page saying, "Sorry," with a picture of a dog. Yeah, I got the dog. And too. Lots of people saw those damn dogs. Yeah, and went on social media to complain about them. So Prime Day still going on today. And hopefully with uh, fewer glitches, if you want to buy stuff. Amazon was projected to make $3.4 billion in sales. And while there's no word yet on how much you know, the site being down was going to affect things, it definitely did not affect their stock price. And they got money from me yesterday. Amazon stock hit a record high yesterday. Did you buy something yesterday? Yeah. I, I did it. I did it. I did it early, though. What'd you get? Uh, I got myself a brand new uh, voice-activated Fire Stick. Oh, right! Look at this guy, fancy. And I think the only reason it worked is because it was an Amazon product. What? Like it? it like all the deals started oh, at three p.m. But the Amazon products were available all day, and I did it before three p.m. or two p.m. or whatever the hell St. Louis time it was. So with the stock prices for Amazon going up, Jeff Bezos, the founder. He is now the richest man in modern history. Unbelievable. So the Bloomberg Billionaires Index said yesterday he crossed the $150 billion mark. Wow. Which is $55 billion higher than Bill Gates in second place. He's probably so pissed. He already became the current richest man last year and then became the richest man ever after his fortune reached $104 $104 billion, topping Bill Gates' all-time high in 1999 of just over $100 billion. But 
the Gates hundred billion wasn't adjusted for inflation. What it is, it amounts to about $149 billion in today's dollars. So when Bezos passed $150 billion yesterday, he officially became the richest person in modern history. Boy, if you look at pictures of Jeff Bezos a couple years ago, <laughs> he is a nerdy, balding guy. It's it's the it's the side by side, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the side by side where he's wearing like the like the le- the the khaki pants with the pleats in them, yep. the button down shirt that's buttoned all the way to the very top, and he's got like a shoulder bag on, and he's walking like here I go to work today, 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 today. And then the next picture that's side by side, he's got a vest on, he's ripped, and he's got like $7,000 sunglasses yeah, on. aviators on. And you're like, oh, cool. you just got cool. He turned into Bieber's <laughs> dad is what he did. He turned into Justin Bieber's yeah, dad. Yeah, but that's a guy that could walk the walk. Right. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying looks-wise. He's wise, allowed he's, to yeah. do that. It's okay. Absolutely. Do whatever you want. You are the richest man in modern history. Man, I hope he's a charitable person. I'm just going to assume he is. But. I love this one. That was that's uh, you know what it is? It's Kevin Spacey to Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Look at that. Yeah, that picture on the right with him in the vest and the jacked arms. He has so here's, much money. He here's he what lost, it is. He, he shaved ten years off his age. Uh-huh. This this picture where he's the nerdy with the khaki pants and he's got the the sport coat on and somewhat of a hair going over that right there. That's Jeff. That's it's Jeff. Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff. Uh, I got this thing called Amazon. This right here is Bezos. Uh, I, got this, that's the I got this startup called Amazon. I'm going to sell things online. This guy right <laughs> here. This guy right here is. They go, hey man, what's your name? Guy on the left, I'm Jeff from Amazon. Guy on the right, hey man, what's your name? Bezos, bitch. <laughs> the guy on the right doesn't get anywhere near anybody that doesn't call him sir. So <laughs> yeah. sorry. There's nobody ever going to come up to him and say, sorry sir, what's your name? Or excuse me, what's your name? It's not going to happen. Just so you know, his fortune has more than doubled over the past two years as Amazon stock has just gone through the roof. Yeah, there, there. Somebody put it perfectly. 1998. I'm Jeff and I sell books. 2018. I'm Bezos and I sell whatever the hell I want. Yeah. So he had a great day yesterday as far as being a company owner and founder and rich. You know who has not had a good couple days? John Schnatter. That's the Papa John's guy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, not so Papa much. Papa John Schnatter. A couple days after he admitted to using the N-word during a conference call, his likeness has been removed from Papa John's marketing materials. The company's already altered pizza boxes and TV ads to remove any trace of John. Some store interiors have also been changed. I guess they took most of his pictures off the website on Friday. There are still a couple logos with him on it on other pages of the website that have yet to be removed. So if you go to their homepage, he's he's gone. But I guess if you go inside to some of the pages, some photos are still in there, but they'll be douched out. And according to Bleacher Report, the Papa John's Cardinal Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky, that has dropped the Papa John's name from its title. And he resigned from the Papa John's uh, board as chairman of the board last week. I saw a commercial yesterday for them, and not only was he not in it, they didn't have pizza in it. It was nothing sandwich, nothing but sandwiches. Yeah, he they've douched him for everything. I guess that's the only way they can stay open is if they get rid of his image. Yeah, I guess he's poison for that company. Hey, remember uh, last week, I think it was, uh, Starbucks said they're getting rid of their straws? 
So yep. by 2020, no more straws at Starbucks. So environmentalists are like, yeah, you know, that stuff is getting into oceans and all this pollution. You know who's not happy? Uh, Straw makers. No, I'm sure they're not happy. The plastic company. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Disability rights groups. They are raising concerns about their just announced plan to get rid of plastic straws. And they plan on doing it by 2020 for environmental reasons. So a board member of the Brooklyn Center for Independence of the Disabled said, quote, eliminating plastic straws can cause many people with disabilities like myself not to be able to eat or drink at a restaurant in a cafe. It's more than just a convenience. It's a necessity for people like us. Uh, I can understand that, I guess, but bring your own straw. Thanks. That's, That's the first what thing I, I thought. thought, too. Yeah, bring your own straw. Bring your own straw or have a couple behind the counter. Yeah. Yeah, don't if you ask them, for one, get... Don't make them available to everybody. If you have a disability, we got a couple behind the counter for you. Yeah. Starbucks said last Friday, we'll continue to offer straws for those who request them. But the activists say they want to make sure the straws are plastic because they say that metal straws get too hot or too cold. They risk injury. And some disabled people will bite through paper straws, which could also dissolve if somebody takes uh, too long to drink. Yeah, again, I, I can I can see the concern for sure. You know what this is? You can't make everybody happy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Somebody's always going to bitch. Yeah, I, I, I understand them expressing their concern, but I wouldn't take it out on Starbucks. Just take your own. My, my lady's um, gotten on this rubber straw kick. She takes this rubber straw everywhere she goes because she can wash it. You throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah, she's used to it now. Yeah, I mean that's, it's kind of, kind of become her favorite thing, and it's. Yeah, if, listen, Starbucks for disabled people keep a couple straws behind the counter. Yep. And you're good. Everybody you're should good. calm Everybody's down. Everybody's happy. Good environmental people happy. Mm-hmm. Disabled people happy. Everybody's good. Okay, great. You try to do something nice. If I need or prefer a particular thing, though, and I'm going in somewhere. And I know that they don't have it or there's a good chance they don't have it. I just have it with me. Yeah, listen, there are there are situations where, you know, you don't have it on. You're just going to pop in somewhere. Yeah, I, I can understand that. You know, uh, in the past couple weeks, Honey Smacks, eggs, pre-cut melon. Uh, we're talking about lettuce at uh, McDonald's restaurants, mm-hmm. salads. All been recalled. So what's going on? Doesn't it seem to be more of these food contaminations? I can tell you. You're hearing about? I can tell you exactly what's wrong. There's duty on everything. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, that's a new thing. It's just, I mean, just straight up Caca. everywhere. Just everywhere. Now, food experts, they say that despite what it seems like, there has not been an increase in foodborne contaminants. It's just the ability to detect them that's been improved. Basically, government agencies such as uh, local and state health departments are using better technology to better identify, track, and contain outbreaks. You're just hearing about them more. This stuff was already out there. They just didn't know about it. Yeah. I've had food poisoning twice from uh, very popular chains. Have they been able to detect that stuff? I bet you I I wasn't the only one. Yeah, it just wasn't publicized. Right. 
Unfortunately, experts say there's no way to produce an absolutely safe food, but consumers can be more diligent about, you know, cooking their meat to the right temperatures, keeping their hands and food preparation spaces clean, refrigerate food, and be careful not to cross-contaminate raw meat and poultry with ready-to-eat food. Didn't you guys say you had food poisoning as well? I've had food poisoning. I never have. Yeah. You never have had food. I, not that I know of. I, you I better know. knock on wood. You know, you know what's well, funny, though, Jeff? A lot of times when people have 24, quote-unquote, 24-hour flus, where they're puking and all it's that kind of stuff, that's actually No, maybe I had it and I didn't know. And, uh-huh. and you may have mistaken it for something with, with, with Crohn's. Crohn's. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. Well, then, damn it, I have. Just like everybody else. But, I mean, you know what it was Thank from, goodness. right? I mean, you're like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. The, the worst I think I've ever had was there was, uh, when I was working in New York City, there was a bodega, or like a little... Um, Bodega would be like a convenience store. The toilet that, I know. So it was like a convenience store that had a Chinese food buffet. Gotcha. So Hmm? it was cheap food. So yeah, I ran across the street, got whatever it was. It was questionable. I should have known. (laughs) This is the one time you went there? I should have. No, I I had eaten there in the past. Okay. I should have known that this thing... There was not a lot of turnover when it came to refreshing the the foods. And it got me. And it got me bad. And you never went back. It got me bad. Never went back. I I told you my story. There was a a pizza buffet joint, and there were six of us. And we all went. We were all like, hell yeah, let's destroy this. And it destroyed us, all of us. There were six of us that all got it. And it, I don't know what it was. It must have been some bad pepperoni, but we all got just torn up. Jeez. How long does salmonella last, the, the symptoms? I well, it's too a couple long days. ago is to just, remember. Is it just a few days? I yeah. said five to seven days. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't have that then. I, I want to say a weekish. Oh, then I didn't have that. I just had full-blown food poisoning for a solid 24 hours, up, uh, up to 48 hours from two different very popular chains, and I have not been back to either. Well, also, with the food contamination, compared to decades ago, our food comes from much farther away. So it's gone through more steps to get to your table and therefore has more chances to get contaminated along the way. But I thought you started by saying that it has not increased. Them saying that it's something. I'm talking about the reports of it. I gotcha, I gotcha. Like you're hearing about more contamination in the news. Is because now they're reporting it. reporting it. Yeah. I, I would say the same thing about you know kidnappings. Probably less kidnappings now than there were in the past. You just hear about them more now because there's 24 hour news cycles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that food poisoning, a, a real bad case of that. I would not wish upon my enemies. No. When that gets you, that gets you. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Washington Nationals outfielder Bryce Harper won the home run derby yesterday after rallying down, uh, rallying being uh, down 18-9 to to beat Chicago Cubs Kyle Schwarber 19-18 to and doing it before his hometown fans. Gone forever. Have a time. See you later. See you in hell, big boy. There was a lot of that. Now, is that like the guy from ESPN stills that does yes, the back, back, back? Uh, yeah. Chris Berman. Chris Berman. He sounds good. There it is. Center field, and Bryce Harper has thrown his bat in the air and won the 
2018 T-Mobile home run derby, and he loves it. And that's in his home park, huh? Yep. So he's the only only third player in history to do it, to win in his home park. Question about Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. He is an arrogant SOB. Always has been. Yeah, but he puts up Probably numbers, always I mean. will be. Do you, Are you a Bryce Harper fan? Yes. 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 Moon? Yeah, sure. My, names. my mom despises this man. Really? He is so cocky. I hate him. I, I, I like when a player's cocky and puts up the numbers. I can I, see and I agree way. with you, and I think we all would agree with that, but I think her generation would think this guy is trying to be bigger than the game and be just humble. just play your game. Yeah, yeah. Be humble. I could see her generation if being Bryce Harper played for the Cardinals. My mom, would, said, my mom said she would be forced to like him because he's wearing the Cardinal logo on his chest, but she would hate him as a person. Hmm. All I have to say is I love that dude, and I think he's awesome, and he's talented, and I love the fact that he's. I like it. It brings a little entertainment. Yep. I just like, did, you, did you did you hear did you watch any of it at all or no? No. So Buster Olney interviewed him afterwards, and he was like, "All right, so Bryce, you know the typical Bryce, uh, you know Kyle Schwarber had 18 home runs. What did you think when he went up to the plate, knowing that this was the final round?" And he put the mic in his face, and Bryce Harper goes, "I knew that I had hit 19." All right. Okay. By the way, your you. buster only is dead on. Thank you, yeah, by the way. I, I really do know if people know that, that or not. Uh, the 2018 MLB All-Star Game is tonight live from Washington. The NL will take on the AL for the uh, National League. Max Scherzer gets the start for the AL. Chris Sale will start his third straight All-Star Game. I thought it was interesting, the post-game or the post-derby uh, interview I saw this morning, and he was just like, I love you guys here in Washington. You guys are the best, and you guys are always behind us. He is so gone at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> he is so gone. It's yep. ridiculous. He's going to get paid so much. So are starting in his, in his own ballpark. Yep, yep. Pretty cool. Uh, the game is tonight on Fox. First pitch scheduled for 7 p.m. Uh, from the Cardinals, Yadier Molina and uh, Miles Michaelis are going to be there. Now, speaking I thought of- Michaelis is not going to be there. His... his- Look that up. His, I got you. Uh, he went home. Did he really? I yeah, didn't see that. His, uh, it's been all over the place. His, his uh, wife is giving birth. Oh, well, really? Plus, I did he, not see that's that. more important. Plus, he pitched on he pitched on Sunday. Huh. Oh, I did not see that this morning. Well, Michaelis races home to Florida as wife goes into labor. Will oh, miss All Star wow. game. There you go. Um, longtime catcher Yadier Molina said that he would welcome the opportunity if he had the chance to be a player manager. During the last year of his contract with the Cardinals, which is 2020, he said for any player, that would be a dream to be considered for such a role. It'd be a dream for me. I'm not shutting the door to anything. I'm very open. Of course, maybe I would like to spend some time with my family first, but if such an opportunity comes up, obviously I would accept it. Are you down with that? I think think this would never happen. I don't think the Cardinals would ever do it. Are you talking about Molina? Is that what you said? I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, I I think gone to the... Out of the days, the Pete Rose player coach thing. Yeah, that's a bad idea. I don't think he could ever do it. I, I, I'm not saying he could ever do it. I don't think a team could ever do it. I, I think there would the be too much backlash. Become, the, begin, the game has become more complicated than it was back in the 70s and 80s, where a, a coach could do both. Well, I'm ta- I'm thinking of this. So he's behind the plate catching. There's a close play at second base. Now he's got to take his mask off, look towards somebody in the dugout to signal him to then well, that's signal why you for have the a good video bench replay. Coach. And, yeah, but well, I mean, that's why you have a good bench coach. You know what Cardinal Nation would say if anybody can do it? It's Yachty. It's Yachty, okay. baby. You got it. Uh, this is a crazy story. So I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there's a whistleblower at Mizzou, okay? And 
this was a couple years ago, I believe, 2016. Mm-hmm. She came out and said, hey, I was a tutor from the for the Mizzou Athletic Department, and I would go to the classes for some of these athletes. She would take tests. She would go and take the exams, but put, you know, you know Joe Smith, and then she would take the test and turn it in. So now, she said tomorrow, she's naming names of athletes. Mm-hmm. And of 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 athletic coaches, like she's oh, naming boy. names tomorrow because people have been saying you keep mentioning all this stuff, you keep saying all this stuff, but you're giving us nothing. And she goes, "I'll give it to you tomorrow." So Look up uh, Bryce Harper's numbers this year. I know he's got twenty three home runs. Is that what I think. Somebody trying to yeah, no, a people. A couple people are saying that he's not putting up the numbers. I this do year. know that as a guy that's in his contract year, it is disappointing what he's which, doing which is, right now but which is fine this year he may not be putting up the numbers but you can't say again you can't say Bryce Harper sucks because he doesn't you know I mean the dude is the dude is Bat, a hell of an 277 athlete. no I'm sorry one oh no 214 that 214 with 23 home runs and 54 RBIs 214 I mean not a great average but he's putting up home runs and yeah. RBIs and wow. Ribby says the kid puts him <laughs> the kid put him uh, the uh what you're saying that College athletes cheat sometimes what? when it comes to academics. Uh-huh. No way. I went to a Division One college, and there were athletes there that they took all the hard classes, Riz, mm. leisure studies, and all right, gym. leisure studies. In college what team, is that? Gym. What, what is that? What, leisure studies? Yeah, yeah. You literally went and just like, if you wanted to go to the library and read, you read. It was kind of like an independent study, like you do. Oh, well, okay. Ah. And it was weird. Uh-huh. Uh, finally here, with it being another one of those weird sports days with not much happening in the world of sports besides the All-Star Game, there was a list put out that re- that ranked the best sports franchises of all time. I got the top ten here. Is this worldwide? Worldwide. So uh, probably some soccer team. The first. Houston Oilers? Yeah. If he's going to do this, I'm just going to read the list from one to ten. <laughs> Can you please not do this? Okay, fine. Manchester United. Manchester United, number ten. Real Madrid. Nope. Barcelona. The New York Yankees are Barcelona, number one. Barcelona, number seven. The New York Yankees are number one. New York Yankees are number one. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, not in the top ten. If wow. you would have let me finish, Green, I was going to say are not in the top ten. Green Bay Packers, number four. Patriots. Patriots, number nine. Bears. Uh, are there any uh, NASCAR teams? No. Um, LA Lakers. Lakers, number three. Boston Celtics. Dodgers. Number two, Celtics. Dodgers, God, not man, on I'm the list. Wait, wait, wait. Sports through the blood. Montreal Canadiens. Nope. And uh, any NHLers? Uh, the Red Wings came in at number 12. That was the first NHL team. Okay. You're missing, you want me to tell you sports? No. Okay. Three different sports are number five, number six, and number eight, Ooh, which you're missing. Five, six, and eight. We're talking soccer, basketball? Uh, he just said not to say the sports. Okay. Right, give me the sports. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> In uh, no particular order, we have an NBA team, an MLB team, Chicago and a Chicago Bulls. Bulls. Chicago Bulls. The Bulls are number six. And then what was it? NBA, then what? MLS. Baseball and football. Oh, um, I thought you said MLS. Sorry. The Dodgers? Nope. The Rangers? Nope. You are the wrong side of the country. Uh, well, that's... The uh, Red Sox. The Red Sox are number eight. Damn it, that sucks. And same part of the country for the NFL team. And not the Patriots? Buffalo. Patriots, we already said. Uh, that was number nine. The Giants? Nope. Jets? Come on, man. Nope. Steelers? 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh. At number five. As Thank you, as, Jeff. Yep. As far as St. Louis is concerned, the Cardinals were the highest ranked St. Louis team. They fell in at number 15. I'm Patrico. That's your that's sports, good. and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline yeah, Who's. Is good. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, brought to you by Mort's Horse Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. Uh, today's Headline Who's story comes to us from Triangle, Virginia. Triangle, Virginia. Where there's a 27 year old guy named Logan Vinton Epperly. Doesn't that sound like a fancy name? Yeah. Yeah. Man, them, them, them tri corners, man, them, them highfalutin. Logan Vinton Epperly. And trust me, he's much less fancy than that name suggests. Around 4 a.m. last Monday, Logan broke into a Walmart, uh, Walmart and started huffing from their cans of air freshener. Uh. <laughs> so he's a triangle transplant. He's actually from Square Town, Squareville. And then he tried to run away, but all that huffing really ruined that plan. <laughs> uh, when cops got there, they found him totally passed out right in front of the store. He was charged with burglary and inhaling drugs or other noxious chemical substances. So there you go from Triangle, Virginia. Logan, Vinton, Epperly, you are today's Headline Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Folks, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Nominees for the MTV Video Music Awards came out yesterday. Oh my God. Is that enough coverage right there? Is that enough? Can we guess? Can I just say that? And that's it. Can we guess who's on this ridiculous list? Uh, Kanye, Beyonce, Jay Z, over. (laughs) Done. All right. Drake Page. All right, here's another question for you. Ready? I don't know what service you guys have, but do you know what channel, what number MTV is? No idea. No clue. clue. I don't even know if I get it. Yeah, uh, same here. Is, I get it, MTV but I have no clue. come with basic cable still? Isn't it different with each provider? I, yes, well, that's I what I'm saying. Know. I don't know what your provider oh, is, oh, but oh. do you yourself know the number? I have no clue. I don't know the clue. I know I get it, but I don't know the number. It's in the 800s, I think. It used to be <laughs> 61 on, on I remember 47. On 42 for me. 42, and VH1 yeah, was 41. And then MTV2 came out and it was 40. Why do I know this? Isn't it, it, was there a time in your life when you turned on the TV, that's where you started? Oh, like yeah. that was your go-to oh, yeah. channel Absolutely. and you worked your way wherever yeah. from I would, there? I would go MTV, VH1, Comedy Central. First video you ever saw on MTV? Oh, I have no idea. Police, every little thing she does is magic at my friend Jimmy's house because we didn't have cable in Fenton. I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Well, there used to be like a cable access show in St. Louis that used to play music videos? Friday Night Videos? Maybe so. Dan, I don't dan, know. Dan, 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 it was awesome. Dan, dan. It was, that was MTV, wasn't that it? That sounded like MTV m- Music News with Kurt Loder or whatever <laughs> the hell it was. No, but it was the one that dropped the needle and the guy was on the needle and it was a Friday Night Music Video show and... Man, I'm old. All right, so MTV Video Music Awards. Cardi B leads away, as you predicted, Riz, mm-hmm. uh, with 10 nominations. I said, remember I said yesterday, Cardi B will lead the way Yeah, 10 nominations. And you were saying Best New Artist mm-hmm. and Artist of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. And then you said next would be the Carters with eight nominations, right? Yes. You remember when we're you gonna, said that? We're going to cover this a lot more on our uh, on our MTV movie uh, Video Mu- Music Awards podcast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and live tweeting. It's going to be three hours long. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the the other interesting stuff, which is the snubs. Guess who basically was snubbed? One Taylor Swift. 
didn't get anything other than three nominations for technical categories. And if you you guys remember during our watch party last year Mm -hmm. for the video awards, they actually that's when they debuted her uh, "Look What You Made Me Do" video. Right? Oh man! Yep. I, I was like, is this garlic? And then you wait, hold on, T-Swift's new video is going. I remember when that video premiered, Riz took away the hummus. She's on the dark side of the Enough. cool planet right now. Enough you of know, this. It's Next. All, it's all cycle. You started it. Johnny, it. <laughs> Johnny Depp has settled his $25 million lawsuit against his former business managers. I don't know if you heard us talking about this at all over the last however many years. Heading off a fraud trial that was scheduled to begin in August the 15th there. Uh, no word on the terms, but both sides they say they are, quote, happy uh, Johnny's attorney said the lawsuit and settlements were, quote, a further demonstration that Johnny is determined to take firm action to protect his personal and artistic reputation. In other words, the guy spends a lot of money, but he's trying to figure it out. His former managers say he wasted millions of dollars of his money. And while they said it was his own mismanagement, including a $2 million per month lifestyle, uh, he says uh, he is not to blame on this. It's disgusting whatsoever. how somebody like that could go broke. Ridiculous, right? It's like, you know, an NBA player, a football player, whatever, that made over their career, you know, $45 million and now they're broke. I don't get how you can do that. Unless there's some sort of an addiction there. I get that. I mean, during the break, I'm talking to Patrico about keeping my house at 78 degrees to lessen my electricity bill. Sure. Absolutely. And how many times when you were growing up where your, your parents were like, close the refrigerator door. Or we're not trying to AC all of Fenton here, Jeff. And this you know, guy's that got sort a $2 million dollar a month lifestyle to yeah, maintain? Yeah. you got to be kidding me. A lot of that's on wine and bracelets. I, yeah, I was going to say, lots of leather jewelry. He had a lot of credit at uh, Claire's. Yeah, a lot of accessories. Oh, uh, that's a dude that shops at Charming Charlie's. Get, get, get serious, Jeff. Uh, Stormy Daniels' lawyer, this Michael Avenetti, got into a Twitter uh, argument with this uh, the actor James Woods. You know, he has been very, James Wood over, Woods over the last year or so, two years, has been very, very, very vocal on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Woods, very big Trump supporter. Yeah. Uh, Woods mocked him after being interviewed during a London protest against the uh, president during a, uh, a baby Trump blimp. Uh, was happening. Avenetti tweeted back at him saying, quote, you know what I love? Every time you pop off about me, one or two more women contact my office and describe harassment slash assault of them. Hashtag me too, seeking representation. So in other words, he's threatening James Woods saying, every time you do something on Twitter, I got people lining up wanting me to sue you for harassment. So why doesn't he sue them? You best be quiet. I, was just I say, don't know. Just do it then. I'm not so sure then. why. You got people that are going to make you money. If you say you got evidence, then do it. Yeah. Anybody watch the Robin Williams documentary last night? Uh, premiered I on watched HBO. about 90% of it. And? There was about 10 minutes where I didn't watch. I was putting my daughter to bed. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. I'm assuming it'll be on, on demand eventually. Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch multiple it. Multiple times. On demand. I mean, it goes through his entire life. Huge fan. I can't wait to see it. Very sad, though. A lot of sad parts. And is. Yeah. I mean, he was a tortured guy. Yeah. He was. I, I didn't realize he went to Juilliard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's yeah. where he was best friends with Christopher Reeve. And yeah, huge fans of friends of Christopher Reeve and obviously Billy Crystal as well. Billy he and Billy Crystal. Crystal, very, very longtime friends, did a lot of work together. And Billy Crystal in the HBO special talked about the last time he saw Robin Williams. We met at a movie theater. I was a little concerned because I felt he was very quiet. When we left each other, he started to cry. And I said, what's the matter? He goes, oh, I'm just so happy seeing you. And then he told me that he had been diagnosed with Parkinson's. 
And when he told me, I never heard, I never heard Robin be afraid, except for that moment. A couple of months later, um, we were going on vacation, Janice and I, to Europe. I called him to say I was going to be away, but I'm reachable. My, I said, my phone, I have my computer, so whatever. And he says, okay, you know I love you. And I said, I love you too, pal. And um, that was the last time I spoke to him. Yeah, Billy Crystal was on it a lot, and uh, they played some of the messages that I was going to ask you. About Robin those. Williams would leave these wacky messages for Billy Crystal as different voices, and it was always a comedy routine. I bet it was very, very. Uh, I bet it was tough for Billy Crystal to decide to release those those voicemails. Like, okay, yeah, you can. They were hilarious. That. Yeah. Uh, uh, one other thing that I want. I know we've talked about it in the past, and his first wife says that she feels really bad that she never debunked those rumors that he ran off with the babysitter, too, because she said that wasn't true, yeah, right? That yeah, that was in the documentary, too. The rumor was that Billy Crystal, uh, not Billy Crystal, Robin Williams dumped his first wife for the nanny. But that wasn't true, even that the ex-wife says, we were broken up already. Yeah. And but she, she was so private and never went to the press to debunk the rumors that that happened. She kind of feels bad, and Robin Williams is one of those probably the most genius, impromptu, off the you know off the cuff kind of guy ever. I think anyway, don't you think? Oh yeah. And he there was a time when I guess he was uh, shooting something for Sesame Street, and he and Elmo were on set like they'd be somewhere else besides Sesame Street, but they were doing an ad lib thing, and they he said something they couldn't actually use, which was funny. Oh, Mr. Williams, Elmo, what are you going to do with that stick? Oh, there's lots of things you can do with this stick, Elmo. Maybe it could be like a baton. There you are, conducting a full orchestra. Thank you, Madonna, for that lovely lingerie melody. I better go back. We'll never be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't talk or about lingerie. You can play Pinocchio, the home game. I have two Academy Awards, Elmo. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, Elmo. Just simple things. Wow. And you know, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with this stick. What? I'm going to give it to you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Robbins. Mr. Robbins? <laughs> Taking the stick back, Elmo. <laughs> I only had three lines! <laughs> Remind me of the time I called George Carlson, uh, George Carlin, George Carlton. Mm-hmm. That was really good. No, right to his face. Yeah, it's, it's yes. terrific. And I recommend everybody watch it. Mr. Robbins. <laughs> Mr. Robbins. <laughs> I had three lines! Uh, anybody going to be going down to the Peabody anytime soon? No. Never. Nobody's going to be going down because they renamed it. It's called the uh, Stiefel Financial Corporate. Well, it's the Stiefel now. Uh, they entered into a 10-year building naming rights agreement with them to rename the Peabody Opera House the Stiefel Theater. Stiefel or Stiefel? Stiefel. Stiefel Theater. It's Stiefel. like the financial, the financial yeah. company, Stiefel. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what they do. So 10-year naming agreement for them. So congratulations. Hey, yesterday, the big announcement, guys. So it's no, it's no longer the Peabody. It's the Stiefel Man, when they redid that place back in 2010, and I didn't know this until I saw this, $78.7 million. It's very nice. Unbelievable. Hey, let's get it out there, though, that when you refer to it, I'm going to a show at Stiefel Theater, not at the Stiefel Theater. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah, they did make it a point to say it's not the Stiefel Theater. It's Oh, they made a point to say that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, it was the only thing I think it was bolded in the the article. it's not the Stiefel Theater. It's... Stiefel Theater. Yeah, it's yeah, not Santa show? the Claus, is it? No, it's not. It's not? No. It's just Santa Claus. So now it's Enterprise Center. And attached to the Enterprise Center is Stiefel, Stiefel Theater. Theater. Yes. I believe it's Stiefel Theater. Theater. Stiefel Theater. There you go. 
Yeah, we missed it. Yeah, we were not invited to that big announcement they had yesterday. I, I heard it was catered. Really? Uh, yeah. Yellowtail and everything? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there has we missed been t- out on free food. There's How much been spread. Sorry. There's been talk of uh, Nickelodeon reviving uh, Rugrats for quite a while now, and as of yesterday, they are planning to do another 26 episode season. And they're also developing a live action Rugrats. movie for Rugrats. Are they yeah. just grown up and drunk now? That would be pretty awesome. I don't think they ever got older. Period. In like the five years that the show was on the air. It's actually going to be live action with CGI characters, and the movie itself is a couple of years away, so that's all the info on it so far. Netflix has released a teaser for Season 3 of Stranger Things, I think. Apparently, there is a chance that the gate, and if you're a fan, you know what the gate is, is going to be reopening, reopening in like a Walden Books or something like that. Remember Walden Books? Oh, yeah. Because this At teaser... Mall. Yeah, it's very 80s style, and this teaser is like a, a teaser for a brand new mall opening up. And you can see this thing on the blog well, yeah, if the, you want to check it out. The town is Hawkins, right? Hawkins, Indiana. Yes. And this is a fake advertisement for the brand new mall in Hawkins. Yeah. Earth, America, Indiana, Hawkins. A growing patriotic community and a shining example of the American dream. Today, Hawkins is taking another step into the future. With the brand new Star Court Mall, families, it's friends, totally 80s and of course, teenagers can come together to shop, hang out, dine. It's fun. You got to watch the whole There's like uh, Walden Books, there's Orange Julius, there's Claire's. Claire's. There's a couple other uh, ones that are back in old Crestwood days. You just go, oh my gosh. Yeah, they got Exilorama too. They may and be there's that. a uh, just. One one of the characters, Steve, is Steve, you know the one with the wild hair. Yeah. He's working at like the food court. He's working at Scoops Ahoy. Mm-hmm. And the the reason why I think this is a teaser, obviously for the new season, is at the end it says that the new mall is coming next summer. So I'm assuming that means season three will be next summer, which would be a while to wait. Well, they got to shoot it. Well, okay, you break it down for me. Thanks, Chris. Polestar just released uh, their annual mid. Mid-year list of the top-grossing tours over the first six months of the year. So, who's number one? And it's not who you probably think it is. Top-grossing tours over the first six months. Who's toured? You two. That's who you always say it is. They were coming in at number ten this this time. Twenty-six shows, fifty-nine point nine million dollars. Guns N' Roses still touring. Guns N' Roses is still touring, and uh, this is a list, so I got to look. They are not in the top fifteen. Biebs, didn't he tour? I don't think Bieber. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is number seven. 36 shows, 83.8 million. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift is at number four. 98 million, 16 shows. Uh, Beyonce didn't play this mm-hmm. year, did she? Mm-mm. Oh, a couple shows. Uh, the, Car- the Carters. Oh, they're on the list? Yeah, 55 million, 11 shows. 11 shows, oh, 55 New- Newer or older? <laughs> for, for- Coldplay. Nope. Newer or older? Uh, newer. Newer, definitely newer than older. Springsteen. No. Number 15 is Depeche Mode, 47 million, 39 shows. Number 14, Katy Perry. Like Demi Lovato or something? Number 13, Harry Styles. 12 okay. is Foo Fighters. Then you got Carter. You got U2. Number 9, Roger Waters. Uh, Kenny Chesney, number 8. Timberlake, number 7. Eagles, number 6. Uh, number 5 is a female. Shania Twain. She goes by one name. Madonna? Adele. Pink, you guys Pink, got yeah. it. <laughs> Taylor Swift, number four. Number three is a, a very old band. Of, of Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones, okay. 100.8 million, 12 shows. 
Wow. Two and one are uh, guy names, individual names. Jim. <laughs> I'm trying Steve. to think. Who? <laughs> Steve, who? number one. Oh, Brad. <laughs> who the hell? Oh, did you say Brad? Yanni. Yanni. Not Yanni. Yeah. Yanni came in at 16. Number two, 113.4 uh, million dollars, 50 Adams. shows. It is starts with B and an R. Brandon Flowers. Last name is a planet. Brandon Mars. Brand- Bruno Br- Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Brad Jupiter. Brandon Mars. Did That's you, his brother. Did you he work was, that out? Bruno Jupiter. He was guitar teching for Were you trying out? to work that out but didn't get it? <laughs> uh, number uh, one is... I hit the ball. I needed a pinch runner. It rhymes with Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. You I got it. Ted Reardon. $213.9 million, 52 shows. You know how much staff he has to pay? None. Yeah, it's just him and a guitar, right? It's just ridiculous, dude. If you, if you, he's a great follow on Instagram, too. If you see his pictures, he, he posts pictures from the stage, and it's just him. Lonely old him on yeah. a stage with 50,000 people he's, behind him. He's sitting on a stack of money. Oh, All right, it, there's audio in there entitled YouTube. Don't play it yet. Okay. What music video is the first music video from the 90s to reach 1 billion views on YouTube? I know the answer. And is also the first music video created before YouTube to do so. So the it first came- 90s music video to reach 1 billion views. Yes, came out tw- about 26 years and it ago. Just ha- the, so the 1 billion views just happened. Right. The song averaged almost 560,000 views every day in 2017. It was a very, it was, they played the crap out of this on MTV. Nirvana. The hits on it are actually increasing recently. It's a very cinematic video Cinem- from a rock and roll band. I would suggest it's about eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Metallica? Gosh. No. Rock and roll band, cinematic video. Around 92? 92. Oh, man. What the it's hell could it be? You're going to, once we tell you. Well, can you give us another hint that's not a dead giveaway? Dead giveaway. <laughs> oh, man. Hard rock band. Okay. Hard rock band. With a piano breakdown. Oh, Guns N' Roses, November Rain. One billion views. You know, my first thought was, oh my gosh, all these views nowadays, but since the tour. Yeah. It's a great video. You got to hunker down because it is eight minutes long. Who was the the chick? Was it uh, Stephanie Seymour? That would seem to be in her wheelhouse year-wise anyway. Uh, my manager was in that uh, in that video. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that Easy. was the slash. That was the other hit I was going to give you. Or give me a break. No, he's he's right outside. Um, <laughs> he's he's in like what are those? Uh, not Zumbas. What are the pants called? Uh, Cavaricis. No, the old the old sports ones that were some of the Z. Zubas? Zubas. I think he's wearing Zubas. He's I right outside the limo. Zubas. You know where Slash is outside the church and the yeah. guy that like gets out the limo and like has his arms crossed? That's my old man. Oh, wow. By the way, that <laughs> reunion tour is closing in on $500 million. Neat. Crabby birthdays. Wow. Luke Bryan is 42. Carrie Hart. This is the guy that's married to Pink, the motocross rider. Yeah. He that, is 43. That guy's awesome, by the way. Lucky man. Alex Winter, who is? Oh, uh, not Ted. That's uh, Bill. 
Bill. Bill S. Preston Esquire. You got it. And what is he now known for, Riz? Cryptocurrency. Oh, the Cryptocurrency expert. He is 53 years old. Uh, Mark Burnett, and that's the guy behind The Apprentice, Survivor. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? He is 58. David Hasselhoff is 66. Geezer Butler, 69. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He is President Snow in the Hunger Games, Grandpa and Beer Fest, but, but most notably, Kiefer's dad. Donald Sutherland is 83 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is peanut butter. And today's birthday fella has crushed it more times than a soda can collector at a recycling plant in 42 fine films, including Hit It and Quit It, <laughs> Lil Homie's Gone Unleashed, You Better Pull My Hair, Stick and Move Playa, <laughs> also in This is the Philly Get Down, and who could forget his unforgettable role in Back, to, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Black to the Future, We Effing to Passed Up. Peanut Butter is 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Jewish, right? Yes. <laughs> Just get myself all set up here. We're going to make our real or fake picks in a second. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for week number two. And yesterday we told you about the fulfillment of the lock and punishment. It's going to go down July 26th, July 27th, that's a Thursday and Friday, at Gingham's Homestar Restaurant in St. Charles. A big thanks to uh, those guys up there for helping us out. And what's what's awesome about this is not only will Jeff and Tony and Moon be locked in at Gingham's, but it's going to be also part of Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. So while the fellows are locked in at Gingham's, and if you eat over there, 20% of your bill will go to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. All the details hit up 1057thepoint.com. That's going to be fun. Put that on your calendar. What do you guys all huddled around one computer? Did somebody not make their picks? No, 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 we're we're just looking again real fast. That's all. All right. I'm written down. I just given it one more. You see go. what's going on here, Tones? I see some conspiring. No, there's no conspiring. No, I'm the only not. one with a computer right. over here. Yeah, yeah you want to conspire with me or him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got some three people tips. over there with one screen. Well, Tony. I'm talking about what's going on, and nobody's yeah. paying attention. Everybody's kind of hunkered around one screen. I was right here with you. But, 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 I was locked. I was paying attention to his screen. Okay. Hey, Patrico, if they're going to conspire with me, you should be okay with that. <laughs> That's only going to help you. Oh, I was just joking. I just saw y'all huddled. That's the, and to me, when there's a huddle, there's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. You know, when <laughs> three or more when three or more men are huddling. <laughs> that's, that's textbook. The past is always proven. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's make our picks. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Here we are, week number two of our competition. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Sponsored by... Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. Which 
King Scott over here has got to do his punishment. Two songs on stage at Scarlet's Cabaret. Oh, that's still happening. That is still happening. Ah. We will uh, give you a date soon. That'll be fun. Invite everybody down there. Watch you uh, yeah. take your clothes off. It's going to be a good time. Two songs Blech. selected my, by myself and Moon. All right. The punishment for this competition here is one week with Carl the Mannequin. <laughs> Everywhere you go. And that includes at least one mandatory dinner. Sit down, <laughs> waiter, waitress, mandatory dinner with Carl the Mannequin. And Carl's not paying. But you must dress Carl up. Carl's got to have an outfit on. You can't walk around with Carl naked. That's been established as a rule. Correct, fellas? Yeah, you got to dress yeah. up with different outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. One point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points. If you're right, zero points locked out. If you were wrong, regardless of your other picks, we played at 21. And right now, every one of us sits at four points. All boob sweeps last week. All right, so here we go. What's wrong, Jeff? Uh, no, okay, I'm good. Never mind. They're just in on the website. They're in a weird order, and I thought I wrote them down wrong. But yeah, I, I want I'm... you to make sure that they are in a weird order. On yeah, the they're, they're in, they're yeah. the order in the website is like one, three, two. But I mean, that tricked me. I've got them. Pulled make up sure in that order. everybody's got the right picks. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. good. Because ain't no going back on Friday. Oh my god, I just almost had a mini panic attack, but we're good. I was like, wait, did I? Oh, but we're good. We're all no, set. as a matter of fact, on my little pick sheet here. I wrote down disco boobs and pull-down boobs. (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. Photo number one, Patrico, a description, please. Photo number one, this is a lovely lady who is uh, in the process of removing her bra, gentlemen, and uh, I believe she she may be laying down here. That's what I'm thinking. I'm assuming she's laying down. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, she does have what I'm assuming, again, is some distinctive tattoos, which she has then blurred out. Mm. Uh, oh, but, I thought they were just really bad tattoos. No, that's okay. not it. Uh, but huge, you're the old pixelated. Yeah, huge ginormous boobs here, and uh, in a in a lacy black. Great row. picture. We, we also have a little bit of a smirk there, a little bit of kissy face almost. All right, so I will cast the first vote here. Bless you, Scott. Thank you. Got nervous. I have gone fake for photo number one. I go to Tony Patrico. I honestly went back and forth on these about a hundred times, but I ended up unreal. Okay. Moon. Good for her. Real. Jeff. I went fake, and then I scratched out and put real. Okay. And King Scott. I'm sorry, Riz. I went fake. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At least we're going down together. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, so everybody real except for myself and King Scott. Fake on photo number one. Moving on to photo number two. Photo number two. If she's leaving the house like this, this is going to be interesting because this is a super tight top with a lot of inner side boobs showing. Wow. And she is doing some pulling and wow. some tugging. All right, guys. What a great photo. She's already Vian, and Good now she's her. pulling that down. Now she's deep Vian. This is wow. a deep V. This is for sure a deep V. She sneezes, and we got a Foley. That's wow. how there is These are great, aren't these? Yeah, they really are. This is a great picture. Jeff, yeah. your thoughts on photo number two? My thoughts are real. King Scott. I went real on this. Definitely marriage potential there. Mm-hmm. Moon? Good for her, real. Tones? I've gone real, Riz. 
and I have gonorrheal as well. For photo number two. And finally, photo number three. Photo number three, we've got some disco danglers here. <laughs> we've got uh, disco emojis covering up the uh, Nepals. This is a lovely lady who, again, is laying down, uh, and she has some belly button jewelry. Jeff, I don't mean to disappoint you, but it does look like she has some sort of pantalones on. So, uh, but, but this is an awesome photo. Really, yes. It really makes me want to get to know her. Somebody's Gorge. been out in the sun. Yes. Yeah. This is one of those. This is one of those photos where we should get more information about the person, just to follow up interview uh-huh, some see sort. How she's doing? I could drive by and An just address. say hello and say thank you. <laughs> An address and a phone yeah, number. Yeah, I mean, just to. Be nice. Just as a courtesy. Yeah. I understand. Show her we care. Moon, photo number three, real or fake? <sighs> you know, I went good for her, and then I ended up on fake. Okay. Not super confident. Tony? I've gone fake here. King Scott? Uh, this is the Burton pick of the week for King Scott to date, um, and I went real. I have gone real as well. Oh, Sorry, God. man. Photo number three. You guys are lockstep. Jeff? I went fake. Okay. Damn I'm, it. I'm glad Riz has my back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Myself and King Scott on Real Island. I don't like being anywhere with you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> You're on Fake Island on number one with him. I know. No, I had a Real you, Island. You know, you you know what's funny? Is, around together. You know what's funny is I thought about this the other day. So the punishment for this round is bring Carl the Mannequin around for a week. I think, Moon, you would have an ungodly amount of fun with it. You'd take it crazy places. Same with Jeff. King's got myself the same. Riz, you would love it for two days and then hate it. And then yeah. absolutely hate it. Because you'd go, i got to bring this damn thing here. Everywhere. This wouldn't go anywhere, right? Go no, I, I would, in the spirit of the of the punishment, do my I best. Think, I think out of the five of us, I think you would get the most frustrated the quickest. Yes, yes. I think, I think. I think like, so. I think Moon would be like, I'm going to take this thing skydiving. And like, you know, oh, just do I crazy do things. <laughs> I don't know if that's recommended. Well, you just, you just toss him out. He's got, no, <laughs> he's got no feet to land on. <laughs> All right, now time for our locks. Our locks of the week, our most confident picks, two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. King Scott, your lock of the week. My lock of the week is number two. I'm locking in at number two. Real. Jeff Burton, your lock uh, of the week. Same. Number two, real. Oh. Moon, your lock of the week. It's the only thing I'm uh, okay doing uh, the same with Burton and, uh, and King Scott there. Real. Number two, please. Tony Patrico. Real. Number two. Uh-oh. I am locked in at number two as well. So, unless we're all locked out, there's going to be a bit of movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will King Scott and I be in the lead? Of course. After Friday's show? No. Or will we be in last place? After Friday's show. Actually, no, we're not. Friday's the best of. Monday. Ooh, Monday, yeah. Cool. Got even more time to think about it. Monday, (laughs) Monday. Monday. All right. Make your picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. As always, thank you, ladies, for for your photos. And uh, we look forward to the results.
Thank you to the person who invented the camera phone. Exactly. All right, up after the break. <laughs> yes, thank you to uh, whoever uh, yeah invented uh, cameras in mm. general. <laughs> uh, up after the break. You know what? Let's give away some stuff. I think it was Dr. Shall camera. Yeah. That, uh, it's, uh, yeah, Hans camera. <laughs> I thought it was Ricky camera. All right, we got tickets to go see 21 Pilots. Friday night, October 19th, it's the Bandito Tour over at Enterprise Center. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Up after the break, match up with Moon. Hey there. We are doing it. Riz versus Moon. We're all tied up. All tied up. So it'll be questions for both of us same five questions whoever gets the most right our respective teammates on the phone will win 21 pilots tickets up for grabs 314-969-DUDE if you want to play along oh it's everybody's favorite game matchup with moon everybody i think except for moon hates this game yeah, it's just, i mean it used to be fun it is still is fun uh, it's kind of a lose-lose for me. I hate Why? It's, I don't understand that. Lo- everything is a lose-lose for him. That's not... No, everything is a Press lose-lose. Press your luck. Lose-lose. Listen, this game, lose-lose. I don't think there's a lose-lose. I hold no animus if you are in the lead. <laughs> Completely un- I don't use blame, of the word I don't animus. blame you. I blame myself. Yeah, you just take it out on me. I don't uh, care who you blame. That's, uh, that's the competitive <laughs> spirit of this game, uh-huh. though. I'm a competitive person. Of course I want to win. You want to win, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I get really upset friendly. with myself. I just like giving away things. <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> right. Not wins to you, but tickets to uh, our listeners who are playing along with us. All right, so 21 Pilots, Friday, October 19th at Enterprise Center. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. If uh, those are not for you, we got tickets to go see Profits of Rage, August 13th over at the pageant. And we have a four-pack of lawn tickets to give away for the Three Doors Down Collective Soul Soul Asylum show this coming Saturday night over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So you know how this works? I won the coin flip, so I will get the questions first. Moon will be in isolation. Patrika will ask me five questions and ask Moon the same five questions. Whoever gets the most right, our respective teammates on the phone, will win their choice of prizes. All right, so let's get our teammates, and we go to Sherry in House Springs first. Hey, Sherry. Hello. Hey. All right, Team Riz hey, or Team Moon? Um, as much as I love Moon, I'm going to go with Riz. That's a good choice. <laughs> good choice, Sherry. <laughs> I hope we win. Hang on. All right, that's Sherry. I've been in a slump. And hey, Tom. Hey, how's it going, Riz? Happy uh, birthday. Thanks, buddy. You are Team Moon. Sorry, buddy. Hey, I, I believe in you, Moon. Right. With that defeatist attitude, <laughs> I don't know if that bodes well for you, Tom. All right, we put Moon in isolation. Oh, please. Jeff, if you would, control the music. You got it. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah. You good? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Sorry, it's not one of your bands. All right, here we Jesus, go. Jesus, every time he pitches. I know, every time. Oh what, what, are you, what are you playing? Robert Cray, one of the most... I have no idea who that is. He's a blues guitarist. <laughs> he always complains. Yeah. He's a, he's a probably he's rock a, and roll Hall of Fame material, if not in. He's pants. Right, and well. now he's playing the air drums to it, but bitch and moan. All right. Patrico, here we go. Hey, Riz. Match up with me. You want some questions? Uh-huh. All right. 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s. What era did names first appear on the back of NFL jerseys? 60s. 
The Million Dollar Quartet, which was uh, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Carl Perkins, and Jerry Lee Lewis, they recorded at Sun Studios located in what state? Tennessee. Kobe Bryant's first shoe deal was with what company? Uh, Nike. What is the deadliest war in U.S. history? The Civil War. Where is the next World Cup? The next men's World Cup? Cutter. Uh, and the tiebreaker question here, what year did the Million Dollar Quartet record? What year? Mm-hmm. 1964. Thank you, Riz. I appreciate all of your answers. Whoa. Oh, boy. We're done. Okay, I was say, I heard talking and it turned off. We're done. I didn't do great. I'll take that. I'm sorry. I don't think I did great. There's, what was that? There's it was two, uh, Robert Cray. There's song. two answers that I, oh, I, that is... I think I just whiffed at. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's... I can't. I don't feel great about myself. I think you're being honestly. serious. I'm serious. Okay. Look at me. Serious. Okay, here we go. Hey, Moon. Thank yeah, you, man. Jeff, for some great music. You're welcome, man. <laughs> What's that about? Hey, Moon. You're bitching. Are you ready to. I wasn't uh, bitching. I'm joking. Are you ready to answer some questions? Yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s? What era did names first appear on the back of NFL jerseys? Oh, I think Namath had his on a back, right? I'll say 60s. The Million Dollar Quartet, which was Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, recorded at Sun Studios located in what state? Um, Nashville, Tennessee. Kobe Bryant's first shoe deal was with what company? Uh, ooh. Nike. One of two guesses there, right? What is the deadliest war in U.S. history? I think it's still considered the Civil War. Where is the next Men's World Cup? Uh, Cotter. And then the tiebreaker question here. What year did the Million Dollar Quartet record? Uh, who you say? Uh, Elvis and Cash. Perkins and Lewis. Um... 1966. Thank you, Moon. That, that was... Shut the music off, Jeff. That was yeah, a we were done. That was he, a, when the music stops, that's when... No, I, no, no, I, he I didn't shut the music off. Oh, he didn't yeah, shut no. the music off. That was a tremendous amount of guessing. Off. That's what I'm saying. That was like, I didn't know any of those, except, and it was just educated guessing. All right, we'll see who comes out on top. I am playing for Sherry. Moon is playing for Tom. In fact, everything but one, I think, was a guess. And here are the answers. 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s. What era did the names first appear on the back this of the NFL jerseys? You both said 60s. You both are correct. Yeah. Well, it no. doesn't matter. No, but it feels good. Because <laughs> that was like a... doesn't I'm, matter. I was, I was just thinking old... about older players. No, and... I just guessed. I'm like Warren Moon, uh, Joe Namath. The Million Dollar Quartet recorded at Sun Studios located in what state? You both said Tennessee. You're both right. Oh, right. my gosh. Not Nashville. Memphis, though, Moon. Memphis. Was it? Oh. Yeah, Memphis. Well, that was lucky then. Memphis. Kobe Bryant's first shoe deal was with what company? Riz, you said Nike. Moon, Damn you said it. Nike. You are both wrong. Adidas. Yep. Adidas. Damn it. All I thought was Business Wars. Me too. 
and I don't, and I didn't remember him being associated. with I Adidas. said Nike, and then I said it's probably Adidas. I was waiting for you to change your answer because you were kind of looking that and was shaking your head. Really? I was waiting. That was the one where. And I was if like, you I, if you remember his shoe, they would look the moon shoes. They looked obnoxious. Yep. They I were ridiculous. Remember. I was actually pretty confident on that one. And they looked like what's the things the big things in Star Wars the the machines what are those called the adats that's what it looks like it so, looks like the body of an adat so don't say that to a Star Wars fan they'll say at at whatever the hell it is well, wait, they're so, not here so he did have a Nike <laughs> deal though right after afterwards right? that's why I said first shoe I, deal. I know I know I'm just saying like correct that was, that was, they're still selling I was Kobe more Bryant. confident in that than mm-hmm. I was in the sixties they're, they're still they're still selling Kobe Bryant shoes today. Uh, the deadliest war in U.S. history. Both said Civil War. Both correct. Oh, that was a trick question. I thought it was the war yeah, on cholesterol. Damn it. And uh, <laughs> where is the next men's World Cup being that held? Was a, uh, that was a trick question, wasn't it? Uh, not really. War. I mean, not really. All right, Ki- next, kind of. Next World Cup. Both of you said Cutter. You're both correct. So Ooh, you're tied. Comes down to this. Damn it. And this was so, the... So it comes down to the... What, what year, year did the, did the million, dollar million Dollar Quartet record? I got this. Uh, you're, you... You had it. Riz, you said 1964. Oh, my. Moon, you said 1966. (laughs) The correct answer is 1956. Oh, I win. All right. Sorry, Tom. For the first time. Hey, Sherry. Hello. We win. All right. I I don't even know if I'm I'm physically able to write this. I'm writing... R one. Oh, I'm up one. How about that? You want to retire the game now? Is that what you said? Now that you're in the lead, I'm up by one. How no. about that? So how is this not a lose lose for me? Well, I'm, I'm celebrating because my now victory. it's time for you to rally up. Good for you, and, Sher- and Sherry. even up the score. Sherry, so Sherry. Sherry. Sherry, what would Good you for like? You, Sherry. I definitely want 21 pilots. All right, 21 pilots. You are going to the Bendito tour. <laughs> I'm happy. That's over amazing. at Enterprise Center. Thank and you. One second. Tone. Sherry. Yes. That's Sherry. The winner. Oh, she's going to have a good time. That's only on uh, the Where You Paying Attention game. No, it's not. I thought it was all the time. So you didn't want Sherry to have a good time. Oh, I th- she's going to regardless. She I need your wishes. We're going to go another round here. <laughs> uh, we've got Stacy in Washington. Stacy. Hello. Hello. All right, Team Riz or Team Moon? Let's go Team Riz. That's all a right. good choice. Hang on. And we have Kristen. Hello, Kristen. Hello. Hi. You are Team Moon, okay? All right. All right, hang on. Tight indeed. <laughs> it's, okay. hard, it's hard to do this game without sleeves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just okay, really holds man. me You back. don't have anything You got a jacket on. You got <laughs> sleeves on. You don't Stop have anything to put on. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Moon. What? Lawrence Tarot is better known as who? Uh, what? Lawrence Tarot is better known as who? I don't know. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry Cable guy. Okay. Um, Bob Hope, Jane Seymour, and Anthony Hopkins all gave up what to become American citizens? Uh, their citizenship somewhere else. What? What did they give up? Their citizenship. Okay. Some, uh, their, uh, other citizenship. TLC won two Grammys for best R&B performance. Name one of the songs they won. Waterfalls? Okay. Two Cardinals made the 2017 All-Star roster. Yadier Molina was one. Name the other. Ooh. Damn it. I don't know. I'm going to say Wainwright, but I don't think that was right. Okay. Two of Clint Eastwood's movies have won Best Picture. One was Million Dollar Baby. Name the other. Um, 
Say it one more time. Clint Eastwood. Two of Clint Eastwood's movies have won Best Picture. One was Million Dollar Baby. Name the other. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's a, this one named after the car. I can't remember. It's not. It's not Diablo. It's, oh God. Oh God. Million Dollar Baby and what was that? It's not El Camino. It's something like that. It's a goddamn car. The car. The car. <laughs> it's a car. Tiebreaker question. Tiebreaker question is from TLC. How old was Lisa Left Eye Lopez when she died? Ooh, um, that was tragic. I want to say mm, 20, 26. Thank you. Go back to the goddamn car. Thank you, Moon. What's the car movie? Nah, What's that's you can't. You can't go movie? back. Oh, f this game. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than knowing an answer and not being able to think of it. You must have gone back 15 times, right? No, I'm. I'm. Sa- I just got stuck because I know. I know this one, and I can't think of it. Well, we'll see. No, we'll Did see. Did you get it wrong? Well, of course I got it wrong. I can't remember the name. Did you take a guess. You don't know because I can't remember. He the took name. a guess. He took All a right. guess. No, that's not a guess. Well, let's joke. He took let, a guess. Let, let me get a turn now. Hey, this is yours to lose, buddy. Don't blow it. Ooh, that that just got in my head right there. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is a professional. That he, just got in my head. You better cruise through it. Huh. If you don't have confidence, you're screwed. <sighs> okay. Is he in? Yeah, he's in. All right. Uh, he's sna- he, if he's not in, he's snapping it. He's crazy. <laughs> All uh, right, Tones, here we go. All right, Riz. Lawrence Tarot is better known as... Oh, it stopped. Time out. It just, it just suddenly stopped. Hold on. And now it just suddenly, a waterfall of chimes just happened. All right, we got it, we got it. Are you good? <laughs> All right, question again. <laughs> question again is Lawrence Turow is better known as? Larry Turow. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Hope, Jane Seymour, and Anthony Hopkins all gave up what to become American citizens? Say that one more time. <laughs> Bob Hope, Jane Seymour, and Anthony Hopkins all gave up what to become American citizens? Uh, they're British. British citizenship. TLC won two Grammys for best R&B performance. Name one of the songs they won with. Waterfall. <laughs> That's with an H. Somewhere in there. Waterfall. I said waterfall. Waterfall. Two Cardinals made the 2017 All-Star <laughs> roster. Yadier Molina was one. Name the other. Uh, Michaelis. Or the 2017, Matt Carpenter. Two of Clint Eastwood movies have won Best Picture. One was Million Dollar Baby. Name the other. Grant Torino. No, no. It's going to be, it's not Flags of Our Father. Gava is not a correct answer. <laughs> is it Gava? <laughs> Did he direct Gava? <laughs> I would say Grant Torino, but it's wrong. Thank you, Riz. That's it? Oh, the tiebreaker. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, from TLC, how old was Lisa Left Eye Lopez when she died? 33. Thank you, sir. Hey, oh. I, I, had, I, had I had a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you give me stuff. I had a lot of trouble here. Yeah. Well, I told you, man. It, it's, it, I was a mess. How's it mine to lose? Oh, because I made a mess of it. I made a mess of that entire, of this entire round. This entire day has been well, ruined for will me. Will I be up two? Or at as the you end would say, this? ruined. Ruined. <laughs> will I be up two, or will you bring it back to even? Let's see the answers. 
Lawrence Tarot is better known as Moon. You said Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Riz, you said Larry Tarot. Uh, I was going to say Larry the Cucumber. The correct answer is Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T. Yeah, that makes sense. He, uh, Moon with. Uh, I said Lawrence Tarot is better known as. He goes Larry Tarot. All right. <laughs> By the okay. way, it's a nice guy. I met him in a subway once. He looks like a very nice guy. Bob Hope, Jane Seymour, and Anthony Hopkins all gave up what to become American citizens? You both said they're British citizenship. You both are correct. Okay. Look at you. Just don't look at me. I'm looking at you. TLC <laughs> won two Grammys for best R&B performance. Name one of the songs they won with. Moon, you said Waterfalls. Riz, you said Waterfalls. You're both wrong. Oh, no scrubs? Creep and no scrubs. Nah. Damn. Because I creep. Yeah. All right. Two Cardinals made the 2017 All Star. Just so you know, they deserve one for Waterfalls. You're right. Two Cardinals made the 2017 All Star roster. Yadier Molina was one. Name the other. I was down to Wainwright or Carpenter. You said Adam Wainwright. Riz, you said Matt Carpenter. The correct answer is Carlos Martinez. (laughs) I hate how you do that. So we're we're tied right now? Is it going to be a stupid tiebreaker? Two of Clint Eastwood's movies have won Best Picture. Dude. One was Million Dollar Baby. Name the other. I can't think Moon, of the name. Moon, your guess was The Car. Riz, your guess was Gran Torino. God! No, wait, 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 wait. This is not going to be it. There's no way this You don't one. think so? No. Yeah, but that's what I was trying to think of the I entire th- time. I was thinking that Flags of Our Fathers or... Guys, guys. Guys. Gran Torino had zero nominations. Okay, thank God. The correct answer is Unforgiven. Oh, right, but I never would have got it. that. But I couldn't think of Damn that it. car thing, and it just destroyed Damn the last five minutes for me. What a horrible showing, by the way. So We each got one? We each got one, <laughs> and that was British, British citizenship. Like yeah. the horrible. softball question. I told you this was yours to lose. Here we go. How old that wasn't was... a softball question. What was this? The Bob Hope, Jane Seymour, Anthony Hopkins one? They gave up what to become an American citizen? That was a, a, clearly a softball one. I was first thinking foreskin, but I'm like, that's <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Jane Seymour, that doesn't work. That doesn't work well. All right, here we go. Tiebreaker wow. question. How old was Lisa Left Eye Lopez when she died? Moon, you said 26. I think that's Riz, too old. you said 33. Oh, no. Oh, the oh. correct answer is 30. Oh! Are you kidding me? From a year? I mean, I meant like, you know, late, like a day before a birthday. Yeah. And he was talking late into 33, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he honestly, was like, how many days? He was like mid-November when she was 33. <laughs> Are you hey, kidding me? Two hey, tiebreakers? Hey, I bet you, I, you better you feel proud the, of yourself. If you want to do the research to find out exactly how many days so you can dispute this one, be my guest and do it. It's like you hey, went on, on penalty kicks. Hey, I hope you're proud of yourself, Riz. This is how you take the Let lead. me talk to Stacy here, the mm-hmm. winner. Cool. Stacy. That's like a yes. button extra. We won! Yes. Hey, guess what? A button extra endings? Still, if, if that happens bottom of the ninth World Series, that's, that's when, he's lifting that's the trophy. That's winning a World Cup in PKs. Cool. <laughs> Still holding and that trophy. Still holding that trophy. Who's getting the trophy? No, I'm just saying, but all, all the pros are going to be like, eh, it was on PKs. Not a big deal. No, no the, the pros are going to go, that's cool. I got a World Cup. You don't. Nobody's going to remember <laughs> that they won on PKs. They're going to hey, remember who won the World Cup You've been bitter for what? The last year I've been beating you? Not anymore. That's true. All right, Stacey, what do you want? Uh, what were the choices again? All right, you got 21 Pilots, you got Prophets of Rage, or you got Three Doors Down, Collective Soul, and Soul Asylum. All right, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold. You tell stories, <laughs> okay. okay? We're only on until 10. 
<laughs> Don't have all day. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic Ooh, and weather. Let me look at my calendar. And then, uh, Are you free on October 19th? Can you hum Always. me some songs from this Three Doors Down? Tearing us apart, Lisa. <laughs> All right, 9.30. That was the room. Yeah, thank you. That went right over my head. <laughs> okay, Moon, all oh, right. Hey, Mark. Somebody on Twitter's giving me a, giving me a hard time razzing me. What are they razzing you about, yo? Well, Gamer Heart on Twitter says, Stacy in Washington. Riz, do you also do the wash? Come on. Come on. You don't think I did that on purpose? Well, but. Or did I? Stretch, folks. Time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So if you want to look good, here's one pretty easy thing you could do to make it happen. Ready? Yes. Sleep like you've got nothing else going on in your life. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> All right. Because there's a new study that found the key to looking good is going to bed and waking up at a very specific time. If you do, your sleep will match your body's natural rhythms. And it'll help you have clearer and better skin and brighter eyes. The time you should go to bed is 9.45 p.m. And the time you should wake up is 6.55 a.m. So, yeah, that's a okay. massive nine hours and ten minutes of sleep. Hope you don't have any hobbies because... <laughs> That's honestly that is your hobby. That's right at my sleep cycle. You know how they say sleep eight hours, nine hours and ten minutes. You could do nine hours and ten minutes. Nine hours and ten minutes. If I, if I just let my body go, nine hours and ten minutes is when I wake up feeling the best. Hmm. I math mathed it out because they say the reason that they said it's healthy to get eight hours and you're supposed to get a, adults are supposed to get eight hours is because you're supposed to have full two giant full sleep cycles, which actually ends up kind of being four, but each of them are about four hours. That's why. If you sleep for about four hours, four and a half hours, and wake up, you'll feel better than you do if you sleep six hours. Because mm. then you're so deep and you're coming out of that, you're, you're forcing yourself out of that second sleep cycle. So mine are about four hours and 45 minutes, and I need about nine hours. God, nine hours and 10 minutes. When was the last time you did nine hours? Can't oh, imagine. I did. Man, it's been a while. Forever ago. Mm-mm. Even if I have the time to do it. Yeah, no. Naturally, my body will not let me. Yeah. Have you ever kind of mapped out, though, when, when you. Uh, wake yourself up. No, I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you ever do, try it. All right, I kinda, will. Kind of find out what's going. When on. I retire, <laughs> and the kids are out of the house. Yeah. Boy, this is a thing now. Period parties for teenage girls. Oh, get out of here! This is the thing. Party favors include packs of tampons. No, party favors. Sanitary towels and uterus shape cakes. Period parties focus on educating young girls about menstruation and teaching them lessons they might not have gotten in sex ed classes at school. And girls can discuss starting their periods and ask questions and debunk myths like, uh, can I go camping or will it attract bears? Can I go horseback riding? (laughs) No. Can I play beach volleyball? You can't go camping. Because <laughs> it will, because it will attract bears. Well, talking about parties with like friends and things. Oh yeah, because I'm fine with the. I'll I'll support a, a period party between you and your parents. No, you, this is this is a uh, having friends over and everything. 
Party City, no more red balloons there. They're sold out. <laughs> and the art, the article I read about this this thing, this trend, said it's, it's not just about the education. It's about making the occasion something to celebrate rather than be afraid of. You know who's not going to want to do this? The person who just got their period. Oh, there's a picture of a of a teenage girl with her uterus-shaped cake. What about like a smiling. pinata? <laughs> Where you smack it and just like tampons fall out. Oh, my God. Or there's red starburst. Oh my, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Tony. Riz, that was you. That was Riz that said that. Oh, my God, that. Tony threw his voice. I can't believe Riz said that. You only oh. serve Hawaiian punch? Oh. Well, I'm just trying to get in. You said it. He said it. Just trying to fit in. <laughs> uh, Tyra Banks said that her mom threw her a period party when she was 15. Well, if it's good for Tyra. I was just about to say, mm-hmm. well, if Tyra's doing it, then everybody's doing it. Then everybody's doing it. I do think we should loosen up um, stigmas and, and, and things that kind of uh, make you know adolescents fearful. I just don't think at that age girls want to broadcast that. But they I think really we, just don't. But I think because. we've also kind of created that environment. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, I'm just picturing my two teenage daughters that I know I have. And I, both of them, when they first got their period, and to this, they don't want to talk, but they don't want to go, hey, I got my there's, period, there's, friends, come on over. There's that stigma to it. There's that stigma to and it. And here's the other thing, too. If you're 14 or 15 and or 16, whatever, and you're the girl the, the girl in the friend group that hasn't gotten yours yet, yeah. you want to go to this party? And you're the only one who hasn't gotten nah, yours yet? Nah, I don't want to go to this. No! There's a way we can change the stigmas, though, without going you know, crazy, crazy, crazy drastic. Yeah. Like my, my, I don't need a cake. My daughters, you know, I mean, I've, I've been raising daughters. There's always for, room for cake, Jeff. That's true. been raising daughters for 20 years, and I really, uh, I'm really happy, because I, I grew up with only boys, boy cousins, everything. So I never even had to think about this until my kids were, you know, just pre-adolescent and all yeah. that. And I, I'll tell you what, I'm one thing I'm really happy about is my, especially my 20-year-old, very, very comfortable saying anything female or any of that kind of stuff around me and, and discussing well, it with me. My but, friend, you earned that number one dad mug. Absolutely. No, no, no but I'm, I'm saying, you, you know how, like, I think a lot of dads from the generation before and, and this generation still are not doing a good service to their daughters when they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't don't talk to me. Talk to your mom about uh, that. That's what talk their mothers to your mom are about for. That. Yeah. Uh, I think that's doing them a disservice. I don't know. I'm not there yet. We'll see when I when if you're I drive if you're driving around in the car by yourself, Riz and Tony, you you yes. as well, and your daughter calls you and says, "Hey, will you stop at the store and get me some tampons or some panty liners or something like that?" W- would you even blink an eye at that? No, nope. I mean, good. I would go in and get it. Good. I don't think you would. I think you would actually. Probably I think you would struggle think, with it. No, no, I don't think I would be asked. And well, that's, that's not the question though. If they did ask, you, sure, good, sure. When when I'm asked those things, it actually does make me feel good. Like, oh, that that's awesome. We have a relationship where has she's your wife, comfortable. Yeah. Has your wife or girlfriend ever said, "Can you pick me up tampons?" Oh, yeah. oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. A, a thousand all times. The time? Oh yeah, a thousand I mean, times. I mean, if I'm going to the store and she needs them, she'll ask me to get them, and I get them. A yeah. lot of times, it's because not the, once. Yeah, because she knows it would drive yeah, you nuts. She knows you would either wouldn't do it or you'd give you would give her so and much crap for years it. Nineteen together, not once. Because yeah. she knows you, and she knows that if you she would ask you, you'd go what. You go get it. I'm not going down that aisle. Well, you you go get it yourself. How many hours in the day did you have to do this? I can hear you saying that. <laughs> yeah. I can hear you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> she also does You guys shopping. so know me. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> she also does shopping. You got to remember, if my lady calls and says, pick that up, it's not just for her. It's because there's four of them in the house. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll you go, go through. Those, you go through those things are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nobody here is a middle child, are they? Ish. I mean, I'm third out of four, so yeah. kind of. 
You're not. You're not. I'm not. I'm not. Is Scott a middle, middle child? No. He's a younger of two. Middle children are going extinct. Middle children are going extinct. And it's because no one wants to have three or more kids anymore. I was just going to say, is it because they have either they get their girl, their boy, they're done, or after the second they go, That's we it. are out. We're, We're out. done. That's the way we were, man. Back in the late 70s, 59% of mothers had three or more kids. Today, that's down to 32% and dropping. Also, the majority of people said three or four kids was ideal back in the 70s. Today, the top answer is two kids. I think that's a good thing. So what's the reason? It sure looks like it's a financial thing. That and everybody saw idiocracy. We're breeding morons. <laughs> We're breeding the smart right out of us. And uh, in 1960, it cost $198,000 to raise a child until age 18. In 2013, it was up to 245000 And a study found that there's a direct connection now between having more money and having more kids. In other words, the main thing standing in the way of people having big families is that they feel like they can't afford it. Holy cow. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> Crazy, right? Responsibility. I was just going to say, Wait, check your finances. I, oh, my God. That was logic. I, I, I just I just realized that that was, that was a logical thing. Logic, huh? Is this, just a, is this an American survey? Uh, I, 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 I'm assuming it's American. Hmm. Well, I wonder. You know, they say population's out of control. Um, needs to be handled in some way, so it's good that we're... With, with us, it was. We got two healthy ones? Cool. Stop. That's it. Me too. One of my best friends, especially at the time, he told when he told me he was pregnant with his third, I was like, are you nuts? You got two healthy kids. What's wrong with you? Pushing the envelope. Yeah. yeah. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show. They were lo- locked, in, lo- locked in an embrace. <laughs> yes, we were. Our, Our fingers, fingers were, were embracing. Interlocked, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right, that's it. Finger Done. hugging. Uh, Ruler fake picks. Make those. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. We had a whole bunch of info on Amazon's Prime Day yesterday that had great deals, better than the last couple years. It just kept on crashing. But it is still going on today. There's a whole bunch of uh, information up there. Also, uh, Bezos, now the richest man in modern history. We have the whole breakdown about how he passed Bill Gates. The man is now worth $150 billion dollars. Plus, now check out the blog. You got to see these high heeled Crocs that are now a thing that, for some reason, and there's some stupid new jeans alert. <laughs> these jeans, new they have jeans flipped alert, upside guys. down. You can have a pair for a cool $500. 1057thepoint.com slash give me a break. Also, check out the podcast if you missed the uh, matchup with Moon Competition. Yeah, that was worth it. Totally worth it. And a lot of fun. We didn't do great. <laughs> we did not no, that, do well. That second round was not. Not a good showing for either of us, but if you missed it, hit up the blog. Hit up the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Patrico, video of the day. This week's video theme is night-night, all knockout videos, and since we missed it yesterday, it's going to be up there again today. Uh, it is the 20 most brutal UFC knockouts, and I mean, there is one where it's a kick to the face, and it is ugly. 1057thepoint.com slash night-night. All right, that is it for us. You staying? I'm staying. All right. Patrico, stand. Maybe till two? Uh, if I feel like it. All right. 
<laughs> we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz. Remember the day of shouting out Jessica Gaines one more time. Oh, yeah. 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 Such yeah, a Jessica great teammate. Jessica really wants to hear this song, so we're going to do it. It's by this band. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.